there. I want to remind everyone to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list. What is that clicking? Who's clicking? Somebody's click. Now no one's now. Oh, no I think clicking. that was I think that was me. Dylan, I'm sorry. It's behave not, yourself. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm for a bad shame. Guy. For shame on you. All right. Listen. Go to HankStrange.com. Get up on our email list. Best way to support us. There's all kinds of things there on the site. You guys can find uh, lots of different ways that you can do things to support us. One of them is, and I have to remind everyone, go to Ballistic Inc. Check it out. You can get yourself the Lot Lau shirt, which means lifestyles of, let me see. Okay, here we go. Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. This this camera is reversed. That's what Lot Lau means, lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. So go to Ballistic Inc. We've got that and tons of other shirts up there, like Gun Nerd shirts and all that kind of stuff. If you want the patches, which also helps support us, boom, there it goes. The Hank Strange patches, you have to. You can get these also on HankStrange.com. Um, Lola's got all of these up there, so you can find that stuff pretty easily, pretty easily. I want to, um, while we're here, let's see here. I want to thank uh, Harry's Holsters for sponsoring the show as well. You can go to Harry's Holsters. You can use the code HankStrange. That gets you 10% off Harry's Holsters. Thanks to him for the support. He makes awesome Kydex Holsters for lots of things out there. I don't want to say everything because, you know, Harry refuses to make holsters for some things for reasons. So, yeah. you know, but you can go there and you can support him and you can get some money off of that. All right, that all being said, I'm going to press the open button and boom! Welcome back to the Hank's situation. Make sure you Lifestyle guys subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live gentlemen we are live of course you know you got to do it the jazz hands this is the icebreaker we're taking back jazz hands from the tourists so there you go that's what's going on around here i hope you got your big girl panties on and i'm gonna i'm just gonna say this here the reason why if you don't know if you've been looking at this and we say i hope you got your big girl panties on is because you know we might say some stuff that you don't like you might not agree with us. You know, you might not be happy with what we have to say, but we you got to pull those big girl panties up. Don't let them get twisted. And uh, just listen and have, uh, you know, enjoy the exchange of thoughts and ideas and all that kind of stuff. So my guest tonight, Gun Doctor TV. Boom, Daniel, there he goes. How's it going? How's it uh, going, everybody? Yes, coming in. He's get, Daniel's coming in from Kentucky. What's up, Daniel? How's it going, man? Good, good. Uh, you know, you you starting to look that uh that beard is getting, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I, You're looking like I, a mola or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's good, man. It's getting it's the, growing the in. The missus there. loves the beard, so I oh, can't good. I can't do anything with it. Yeah. All right. Yes, absolutely. You got to stick with that. We also have young Dylan Dilspeck joining us, also from Kentucky. I didn't even realize that, guys. It's a Kentucky show tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's going on in the fine state of Kentucky? Uh, just about the same as everywhere else. Total chaos and okay. uh, <laughs> lunacy loose everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. Kentucky is uh, interesting, man. It's like I thought Kentucky would be conservative, southern state, you know, all pro-gun. But not from, not, not from what I see. Not, not everything. Well, not 100%. <laughs> It's certain parts of Kentucky. Okay. It's mainly the metropolitan areas that are okay. more left-leaning. Right. Certain trouble spots? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
All right. What's the governor? Um, is the governor a Republican, Democrat? What's he's a he's a socialist. His name's Andy Bashir. I got a nickname for him, but I don't. I won't say it. Because <laughs> he's a clown. But oh, okay. He is. He is a. He is a absolute old school commie. So yeah. I'm taking it he's a Democrat. How do you get elected in Kentucky? Well, I'll tell you exactly how he got elected. Mm-hmm. He he won by 0.4 percent because. Matt Bevin, the Republican running against him, made all the teacher a lot of the teachers mad. Yeah. Because um, you know, their their pension and whatnot's in, in danger. And the funny thing is, Bashir, he voted to um not fix their pension. Mm-hmm. So now they voted for him because they're all bad at Bevin and they ended up with it even worse when when our <laughs> previous did. governor, Bevin, was trying to fix the issue. But I'll tell you this with uh, our last governor Bevin, a lot of people didn't like him because he was kind of like Trump. He would say things that made you know, he would be real blunt about things, mm-hmm. but he at least gave us constitutional carry. So yeah. I, I think he did his job, at least in my in my opinion. OK, Absolutely. good. Yeah. What we did you want to add to that, um, Daniel? Yeah. And, you know, Bashir, he uh, his dad was our former governor. OK. And he about bankrupted our state. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he the, the I'll go right ahead, Daniel. Yeah. Everything that uh, Bevin did to fix it, mm-hmm. he's already reversed and. Mm-hmm pretty much you know okay. messed a lot of things up so so and i will say mm-hmm. um if, if you don't mind me saying you know mm-hmm. uh andy Bashir, he's a lot like beto or rourke he's been bred yes. his whole life wow. like a like a racehorse to be in politics you know he's been mm-hmm. raised his whole life he's been born in the money he's part of the political dynasty he's never had a real job his whole life he's been mm-hmm. a lawyer a lobbyist Mm-hmm. A thief, and somehow yeah. he's worth ten million dollars. Yeah. Well, all you, all you those know, things you just <laughs> mentioned. <laughs> that's what I'm I guess doing. I'm in, I guess I'm. In, I guess I'm in the wrong business. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Right. Unfortunately, but it's just. Uh, I, yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I just. What makes me mad about him is you know he acts like he's conservative mm-hmm. because he knows we're a conservative state, mm-hmm. but all the people that don't pay attention, you know, he'll do things behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And all the people that don't pay attention, they vote for him. But, you know, my thing is I am who I am. I'm going to tell you who I am. If you don't like who I am, mm-hmm. I don't care. But I'm never going to pretend to be something that I'm not. And that's exactly what Democrats do in Kentucky because they know the only way they can get by is to pretend like they're conservative. Mm-hmm. Infiltrators. Yeah. Infiltrators. Absolutely. It's kind of like in Florida, Hank. It's kind of like in Florida with your boy, uh, <sighs> with your guy Keith Perry and some of those guys. Where they'll, they'll, they'll act so, like. Do you want to get me like, started? You already wound up. I told you you, I'm not in a good mood. Today. I'll stop talking. I'm sorry. Yeah, trust me, Daniel and myself, we gotta, we gotta air full before we got this started. But listen, man, that's why we're here. We're here to help you get this off your chest. Uh, we're going to talk about lots of stuff, um, lots of things going on. There's some news from the ATF that we're going to get into here in a second. Uh, Rondell Stewart says, uh, what does he say? He says, Kentucky represented Prestonburg here. That's right. He's Prestonburg, so there you go. All the Kentucky people, give your shout-outs right now, everyone who's into Kentucky. Let's let us know about it. Even if you're not from Kentucky, smash the thumbs-ups. If you're in Kentucky, you need to go smash double, triple, Grow some thumbs and smash yep, yep. those thumbs ups and uh, share it here. So, all right, listen, um, I don't think I've either one of you guys probably haven't been on for a can't remember the last time you were on, Daniel. Uh, about um, three months ago. Three months, right? Lots yeah, of I was stuff. on with Lucid Optics. Oh, okay, that was back before uh, COVID 19 uh, took that over was. the planet and uh, all these other things. Are you guys having uh, any riots or things like that going on in Kentucky? Oh, my. 
<laughs> we're having a lot of them in Louisville, yeah. particularly. You know, I don't know if you're familiar with the Brianna Taylor situation. Yes, yes, I am. Um, you know, that happened in Louisville, so you mm-hmm. know, it's been very downtown has been very bad. Luckily, yeah. I don't live downtown, but um, you know, it's it's just um, it's. I mean, it's that's really a bad. that's a horrible situation. I think uh, I know it for, is. for sure that I've had that these uh, conversations about police officers with you, Daniel. Um, yeah. You know, uh, do you want to start? with that or <laughs> well i mean uh yeah i mean we talked about a little uh, last mm-hmm. time the mm-hmm. time before i was on i think mm-hmm. the whole brianna taylor thing mm-hmm. yeah i did a video on that breaking it down and everything yeah um yeah they mm-hmm. louisville actually uh passed what's called uh brianna's law Bri- okay and and that ends the whole no knock warrant thing okay for there in louisville itself Okay, so and it just does that, right? They didn't attach anything to that. It just ends no knock. As far as I know, yeah. Okay, so how do you guys feel about that particular thing? Them uh, passing the no knock. I'm great with it. Yeah, I didn't like them as a police officer, and I don't like them now. Mm-hmm. They're dangerous, and oh yeah, inherently just, so. Absolutely. It's re- it's really similar to the whole red flag deal, if you, mm-hmm. in my opinion. The no knock warrant. I mean, it's mm-hmm. pre- I mean, it's it's pretty much a red flag just with a different name. Now, I will tell you, I did watch. I don't know if you all ever heard of Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum. Yeah, yeah. But um, he he did explain it well. How I could be wrong on this, but I believe the no knock warrant was actually served on the boyfriend. It was not served on her, which was you know at the boyfriend's house, which is what got him. But um, she, you know. But I'll tell you this: um, I don't know. I don't approve of no-knock warrants in any way because if the government can find one reason to give a no-knock warrant, they they will find a way to give yeah. everyone a no-knock warrant. Right. So I'm, I'm not I'm not for it. Yeah, inherently in doing no-knock warrants in the middle of the night, and uh, I'm surprised that they're allowed they're allowed to do that kind of stuff in places like Kentucky, um, <laughs> where people clearly have guns. You come into you come into someone's house in the middle of the night. You know, what do you think's gonna happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and you know, Louisville, Louisville, Hank. Like I know when you think of Kentucky, like you probably think of a real rural areas, which a lot mm-hmm. of the state is like that. But you know, you know, Louisville is 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 pretty much like Chicago or New yeah, it's York. like an old town. Yeah, any, I've been there. Yeah, you know, like any any of the you know any of the uh, socialist run cities in America yeah. that just yeah. you know just hate freedom. And I don't mean to. You know, I don't mean to knock my own city, you know, because I've, I've been in Louisville for a long time. But it's just, you know, um, it's a lot. It's it's like it's like a whole different culture shock when you go from there to yeah. living out in the, you know, out in the rural area. This yeah, is where I'm in. There's mm-hmm. not even stop. There's not even traffic lights. Yeah. So. This is the horrible thing about cities. Like I could tell you guys, I always wanted to live in a building like a warehouse type building. You know, or big fire, old school firehouse, or something like that. You can ask Lola. So this has always been like a, a thing with me and her, because she wants to live in a house. I need a like a, a a building where I could just put a whole bunch of junk all over the place and then sleep and sleep in the middle of the junk. But um, you know, the problem is, no matter where you go, the cities where you would have these old buildings, you know, they tend to be super liberal. Absolutely. Right. There's just like no way around that. I mean, if I could find a place in America that the weather's decent most of the time and it has an old warehouse building, I can get good internet, but I can have my guns and all that kind of stuff, I'll be living there. Someone let me know where such a thing exists. <laughs> right? Because I, I, really, I don't really think it does. We always have to wind up living in, in the country. Yeah. 
you know? I, I prefer the country myself. Yeah. The country, there's great things about the country that I like as well. You know, I mean, I enjoy, like, looking at, like, where I live is in the country. I enjoy looking out and seeing trees and feeling like I'm living in the middle of a park and life and seeing living things moving around and all that kind of stuff and all of that. I just hate not having the internet. Yeah. Same, same thing with me. <laughs> same thing with me. I mean, yeah. like, um, to me, I just find it so relaxing how, you know, when I, I come home from work and, um, I just look outside, you know, I, I look at a pond, you know, that's mm-hmm. it. You know, I got a little, got a little pond and mm-hmm. I have, uh, you know, I'll just see a deer outside and mm-hmm. you know, it's just really, it's just really relaxing and it, and it mm-hmm. just makes you, you know, it just makes you, um, you know, like I get in bad moods sometimes and it just helps me, you know, just calm down and kind yeah. of just it helps you know, relax slow, you. slow your roll a little bit. It's, uh, yeah, it's, but, but I, I do admire the country. I mean, it's really peaceful and yeah. it's just, um, it reminds you of, to me, like, you know, it's what freedom's all about, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or like when we go home, uh, when we go home here at night, I think we're getting home 10, 11 o'clock at night. And there's not a lot of light out there, not a lot of light pollution. You look up, you can see the stars, yes. you know? Oh, yeah. 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 It's it's amazing. But uh, then there's no internet. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, let's see. Who was that? Someone was shouting you out just now, uh, Daniel. Let's see. Tony Lawrence. Says Gun oh, Doctor yeah. TV. He's waving at you. Uh, by the way, let me show this real quick before we get into our conversation here. If you guys don't uh, know, now, Young Dylan uh, refuses to get social media. So we don't have any. So don't be mad at us because we don't share his social media. He refuses to make one. Until now. He changed my mind a few weeks yeah. ago. Uh, but he still can't make one. Do you have a cell phone? Yes, I yeah. got that. While we're doing this show, you should make social media while we're doing the show. That's your assignment. Uh, That's there you your, go. While we're doing it, right, Daniel? <laughs> Instagram. Pick one. What do you, Daniel, what do you think he should do? What do you think he should do? Instagram? What you? I'm going to let Daniel decide. Oh, Personally, man. I like Instagram better than Facebook. Yeah, I, do I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook. So. Daniel made the decision. Gun Doctor right. TV is in the house writing prescriptions. <laughs> so, Del Spec. Go create it now while we're while we're talking, having this conversation. <laughs> and here's what I want to do. I want to show you guys. Um, this is what Gun Doctor TV on YouTube looks like. You guys need to go over there and subscribe. I see you're close to uh, 8,000. Let's help him get I to 8,000 subscribers, and then get to 10,000, and then and then 20, and then 100. Let's so go over there, subscribe, and check him out. Uh, what do you have going on on the channel? What's uh, let's see? I see. You're torture testing a Taurus. Yeah, that that was fun and surprising. Okay. Which Taurus? Which Taurus is that? The G3. Oh, very cool. We sell a lot yeah. of those. That's a good gun. Yeah. How was it? How was it? It did surprisingly well. Oh, it did surprisingly cool. Well. Cool. You guys have to go check that out. Flying Rich gave us two bucks. He says, "What is this he's saying here?" He says, uh, "Hank Spider or no Spider." Uh, I think he's talking about. I, I threw up some pictures on Stranger Palooza, which is my car my auto-related um, IG of a Spider Audi R8 that I saw in the dealership. Um, I like, you know what? Listen, I like convertibles. I've had convertibles in the past, you know, but a hardtop coupe is my thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's like, I don't know. Convertibles are cute. They're cute. <laughs> but, right. <laughs> you know. Um, I, I'm, I'm like an old man. I, I drive a Cadillac. My wife drives a Wrangler. 
with okay. you know soft top and all that five mm-hmm. speed. But what kind I, of caddy like are you driving? Just a CTS, just you okay. know nice, comfortable. Nice. Yeah. Heated seats. Well. Yeah. Nice big engine. Right now, but nice big yeah. engine. It's a nice car. Yeah, CTS. Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Nice. can't knock a CTS. Yeah, yeah. No. Um, let me see. What is, what's the engine in there? In a CTS. I believe, I believe this one's a V6. So. V6? Okay. All right. I was going to say, man, got to throw some turbos, supercharger or something <laughs> in there, you know? Got to get more power. More power. Yeah. 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 What are you rocking, Dill Spec? As you, I, I don't see your fingers working creating this social media thing. I don't see it happening. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna protest. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Peacefully. Can, yeah. Peacefully. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> you need to get to work on that so we could tell people. Um, I know. I know. I'm on it soon. I've been pushed to my limits today, but I promise you, I'm on it. I've just, golly, I've been. I mean, I'm. Mm-hmm. I've just been pushed to my limits lately. I ain't to yeah. be honest with you. You look like you're getting skinny. Um, you look like you're getting skinny. So it's a I good am, thing. man. I've yeah. lost, I've lost some weight a little bit, but I've been working out too. You know, that's been yeah. helping me. I, I had a little New Year's resolution. I'm trying to, mm-hmm. trying to look a little better. You know, hard work's uh, good for the young. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. feel, I feel a lot better too, man. I, I feel mm-hmm. a whole lot better. Uh, okay. But, but anyways, uh, the Deal Spec Mobile is the Lexus ES three three hundred nineteen ninety eight a year. Mm-hmm younger than me but i absolutely Wait, love hold on i a love second, the lexus let me look this up because i think i remember this the lexus mm-hmm. es 300 mm-hmm. okay i think i remember this car and it's a v6 but I, you know for me i'm not a big car guy what is it a 98 you said it's a 98 mm-hmm. all white oh nice there you go yeah you nothing go. wrong with that that's a nice car I, I love it. I honestly do love it. And you know, like Hank, like uh, okay. and you know, I'll go ahead and tell you, my my mm-hmm. my dad hooked me up with that. You know, mm-hmm. blessed blessed to have that. But I, you know, Hank, for me, man, I could drive that forever. Like I'm not a real something about me. Like um, mm-hmm. I'm not a real um, you know, I don't need a whole lot to make me happy in life. Mm-hmm. You know, I got good. I got a good family. I got a couple good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got a nice little gun collection, and I, mm-hmm. I throw a nice looking lady into the mix. That's probably all about I need. Yeah. You know? Lexus is nice, so. man. Toyota, luxury mm-hmm. Toyota. You know, got. I'm sure. It's well, got I love leather. it. For me, it's it's real. Yeah, it's real comfortable. It's got mm-hmm. all that, and it's um, you know, it's got a, it's got low miles on it. We got it from a we got it from a lady that never, you know, an old woman that never, mm-hmm. uh, elderly woman that never drove it very much. I think it's got mm-hmm. ninety three thousand miles on it. So okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. not uh, bad, not bad, and very reliable. Right. Yeah. And for yeah. me, the thing with me, you know, my dad always says, he goes, son, we'll, we'll get you. He said, you can get us something fancy for your second car, but I wanted to get you something practical for your first car and something that mm-hmm. doesn't break the bank unless mm-hmm. in case you Dylanize it and it ends up getting, <laughs> in case it ends up, you know, being totaled. Oh, okay. Um, listen, I, what, so what year were you born? You don't have to tell us the whole thing. Not, but 97. 97. Okay, there you go. You know, That's not it's bad. a good thing I wasn't into guns because I'd be paying four grand for ARs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like my uh, my oldest son, his first car was a 1999, um, you know, Volkswagen Passat. So, yeah. you know, very cool. I mean, Volkswagen's and a great, the great safe car. Yeah, that's literally the year he was born. Yeah. So you know, he had that for a couple it, of years. Just and, and you just know, recently and you upgraded know, hey, him. 
mm-hmm. you know, if you want me to be perfectly honest, like I know you're super into to cars and I'm one mm-hmm. of my good buddies that's really into guns. He's also into cars. So he mm-hmm. shares that, you know, a lot of gun guys are into cars, but you mm-hmm. know, for me, like, like, I just like, like if it runs and it's reliable, that's good enough for me. Like, I just don't like, um, it's like, it's one of those things. Like I totally, um, I totally respect the car thing. It's just not my thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, I guess I, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with I'm, that. I'm kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. And I'm not into cars. I don't watch sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm not a big sports guy either. If there's some, if there's some cute chicks in the sport, I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> You know, I became, you know, for me, like with sports, I'm, I used to be really big into college basketball and the Mm -hmm. NBA, but then, you know, with all this political stuff, I've just, I've, I've just had enough, but I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I got some family members, you know, I got a a stepbrother and, uh, I got a cousin that's both play basketball. So I've just became a supporter of theirs. I just go Mm -hmm. to their games Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to give a dollar to all these other, you know, all these other upper level things that don't, um, that don't seem to really respect the country that we live in. Mm -hmm. So it's just my opinion. A hundred percent understand this. Uh, Vote with your wallet. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Let's see here. I'm trying to uh, keep up with what uh, Tony Lawrence wants to know if you make house calls in that caddy. <laughs> no, uh, oh boy, wrong one time, so I, I don't do that no more. Uh. Oh, yeah, uh, let me see here. So, listen, let's go in, let's jump in here to uh, let's jump into this uh, this news coming out of uh, it's in it's in a lot of different places. I saw this in Amoland News as well as Truth About Guns. I'll throw the Truth About Guns one up here right now. Oh, US, boy. U.S. Rep. Matt Getz goes after ATF's apparent plans to restrict pistol braces, which we've actually, this is not new. We've talked about this before, that there's been yeah. these rumors that these guys, this is what they want to do. Um, so here we go. We understand that the ATF is currently considering restricting one arm brace model owned by over 700,000 Americans, says Congressman Getz, Republican in Florida. While this sounds like yet another cruel 2020 plot twist, T-Tag spoke with Alex Bosco, CEO of SB Tactical, creator of the original uh, pistol stabilizing brace, and the 800-pound gorilla in the space, both in sales and in legislative muscle. He explained that uh, this is actually good news, he says. But first, the scary stuff. See Congressman Getz's press release for the complete story. But here are a couple of important snippets. Congressman Matt Getz announced today on his podcast the ATF is crafting secret rules restricting the possession of certain pistol braces by American citizens. But now what we find is that the ATF is making it very difficult for people to have arm braces. They're changing standards and changing rules. Um, yep. Rep. Rep. Getz has reacted to this by sending what I can only assume are two very strongly worded letters to the ATF demanding that they knock it off and to the DOJ asking for a review of the ATF's decision making. Um, and then it goes on to the whole thing here. Let's start with Daniel. What do you think about this? I know. I know. Uh, you know. Uh, we're, we're... I have a lot of pistol braces, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people. What do they say there? Seven hundred thousand. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's uh, serious. I think we started something bad when we allowed them to mm-hmm. do a non-congressional ban of bump stocks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you yeah, know, only basically executive order, and and then the ATF just like made up their own regulations that I guess they pulled out of their butt or something. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like John St. Pierre said, he mm-hmm. said, uh, defund the ATF. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got lots of uh, people calling for that. Um, you know. Uh, you know what? Let me let Dylan. I know Dylan. You're 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 especially po'd about this. You said you heard about it while you're at work today. You work in the gun store. Shout out to those guys. Um, what do you think about this, Dylan? Well, you know, I'll I'll, I'll just say, you know, um, it upsets me very much because mm-hmm. you know, the thing with me is, you know, like I I look at the more that I'm around people that own firearms the more mm-hmm. that I realize, you know, how good of people the majority of people are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're honest people, um, and we just want to be left alone. And I don't like I don't like how we're being bullied out of our rights. And these people that want to take our rights away, they are unelected. They are um, lifetime appointments. And it just seems like they just keep wanting to chip away at us at each mm-hmm. each and every time. And I've I've just I've just um, I've really I, I really think that you know ATF. Like I'll tell you this: I'm 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 a libertarian, so I don't I don't like government agencies. Period. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can tell like like you know some government agencies. You know, maybe a lot of them want to do a good job, and they're just trying to enforce the law and whatnot. But they are creating law mm-hmm. without Congress passing it. They're yeah. acting as the fourth branch of government. I'm in a class right now called mm-hmm. the. Uh, the ethical concepts of business, and we've talked about this. Uh, many lawyers refer to these agencies as the fourth branch of government. And mm-hmm. um, you know, the thing that scares me about all this is, you know, the courts are supposed to protect us from this stuff because mm-hmm. this is very clear. But as you and you talked the other day with Walter and mm-hmm. Babyface P, the Supreme Court has zero interest in helping us, and mm-hmm. uh, especially with uh, our Chief Justice. I think mm-hmm. that he he is. Um, very, you know, set in, um, I, I think he has no interest in, you know, enforcing the constitution. And yeah. it's just, his spine um, you know, is very malleable. Let's put it that way. It is. Yeah. Well, and you know, yeah. and obviously I'll say, I'll say something that might, uh, that might offend some people in the mm-hmm. chat. I think he's paid off. Mm-hmm. I think he's totally paid off. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these guys in the office and the ATF, I think they're all paid off because, um, it makes no sense why people are coming after our rights. How many how many AR-15s are used in crimes? Look that statistic up. Less mm-hmm. than what two percent of gun crime are done mm-hmm. with rifles. And right. if you can include AR-15 pistols, how many of those are used in yeah. crimes? It's a minute percentage. Oh, they're popular guns, but they're rarely used in crime. It seems to me that they're just trying to ban things that law-abiding people like to have. Yeah. Well, even if they were, even if there was a lot used in crimes, it wouldn't make any difference to me. I understand. No, it wouldn't make it wouldn't make saying. any at all. I mean, but I, but I'm just a lot saying, of cars I'm, are used in crimes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. But I'm, I'm just saying, I don't favor I don't favor any form of gun restriction. Right. But mm-hmm. you know, if they wanted to ban a high point, they could at least make the argument of oh we've been seeing a lot of these come in crime scenes you know mm-hmm. that was that was just my point and I don't I don't believe any guns should be banned yeah yeah there's a bunch of things here let me let me get this in Daniel just feel free to jump in here at any point because me me and Dilspec we will run our mouths so I'm sorry so, no no what no, do you no think it's the answer is uh, mass non-compliance or um well, what do you think the answer is so 
It's complicated. It's complicated. Let me get this out, and then I'm going to answer your question. Elster's Rifle says, I bet there are more than 700,000. You would think it would be over a million. Anything, it's about getting tax on SBR stamps at uh, $700 a crack. And the thing I think about that is if they actually do that, let's say similar to what uh, Trump and the ATF under Trump did with bump stocks making them machine guns, if they all of a sudden declare that um, arm braces are de facto SBRs or something like that, right? Because it sets right. precedence for making plastic into something that it's not, and in some cases metal. Um, I don't think that a million people or more than that are going to go out there and then say, okay, now I'm going to register this thing. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> right. You know, that's so... Um, to, to answer your question, though, more directly, I, I think when, when we see everything that's building up here, like Dylan was saying that the Supreme Court's not taking these cases, we've got, uh, you know, Repu- first of all, Republicans had a supermajority, didn't do anything to shore up the Second Amendment, yep. lost that supermajority. Um, and in lots of cases, they are they are allowing these kinds of things to happen. I think it's good that uh, this this Republican representatives bring this to our attention. Absolutely. But I feel like overall, these guys are set in a direction and they're going there no matter what we say. And the Supreme Court under Roberts, they're they're okay with this happening. They're setting this up to happen. They're setting up for the courts to to back up all kinds of unconstitutional gun control in America. And eventually they're just going to back us into a corner. And when we get backed into that corner, we have to make a decision. We will. So, and, you know, I think the Supreme Court has shown their colors. You know, mm-hmm. they had a chance to hear these cases, and they just completely mm-hmm. ignored that. Yeah, 10 well, cases. In, 10 cases. They in, couldn't find one good 2A case to shore up the Second Amendment. It, one thing that I'll say, too, if you all don't mind me jumping mm-hmm. in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been pretty – I've been, a, been in a pretty negative mood today. But one of mm-hmm. – you know, you know, I, I am upset that they didn't take the court – the cases up. Hang, mm-hmm. But one of the benefits, you know, them not taking a case up, it is a lot better them not taking it up than us losing a case. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the maybe the only good thing about this is, you know, I have read that the other four justices, they, they don't want to vote on – um, taking a case up because they think that Roberts will vote with, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the, with the left side of the court, with the left or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. you yeah. call it, you know, the anti-freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but anyways, you know, the, the benefit of all this and Hank, I heard you say this on, on, on the show the other day mm-hmm. and I, I share the same opinion. You know, I like Donald Trump. I'm not, you know, there's things he's done that I don't particularly like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you this, he's got my vote because if Biden gets in there, he is going to get a minimum of probably two court appointments. At least. And that's gonna set At our least. that's yeah. gonna set our rights back, you know, twenty fifty years. Mm-hmm. I mean, well here's I mean, the, it could it could theoretically plunge us into an actual not a pretend fake civil war in America, the real deal. But an actual yeah. 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 Go and, ahead, you Daniel. Know, I think I think the government likes to put like to portray it like they're allowing us to have guns mm-hmm. and their decisions are going to you know affect gun ownership in this country. I I don't think people realize the power they have. Mm-hmm. And you know, these rights didn't come from the Supreme Court. They didn't come from the president. They didn't come from the Congress. 
these are God-given rights, like Dylan was saying before the before the podcast started. Mm-hmm. And I think people just got to realize that and tell them we're not going to take this anymore. Yeah, I think we, uh, you know, um, we could be coming to that point where someone's, you know, for example, right? How we see um, the the lo- the recent uh, rioting and looting and stuff like that has led to like this Chaz slash Chop Zone or whatever in Seattle, um, and they're allowing that. I, I saw someone yeah. mentioning this, right? In that zone, those people are not. I guess it's their own country or something, because they're not even following i don't know where the atf rules is right where they are at right now i don't i think we all saw the video where they're just handing out guns and they're like okay who's 18 okay you're 18 here's this gun there's no proper handling they're giving them a loaded gun and all kinds of craziness going on there right yeah that was raz the soundcloud rapper the leader Mm -hmm. yeah he was handing them out of the back of his tesla Mm -hmm. and the first guy he handed it to you know dude grabs it by the magazine he's looking at it like he doesn't know what he's doing i mean What's and going no happen? one's no one's doing anything about that. I mean, that video is out there. Yeah. If we saw it, where's the police? Where's the ATF? Where are these right. agencies? You know, they're all ready to rock and roll on some boogaloo boys. What's going on here? What's happening here? So it's at at some like point, yeah, it is. It is. But at some point, you know, we're gonna get there. We're gonna come to that position where we have we're, to say this far, no further. Uh, you know, I, I hate to sound like uh, Captain Picard or something like that, you know, <laughs> fighting the Borg. But, hey, we're, we're just going to come to this point where we have to say, yeah, we're not complying with any of this anymore. What are you going to do about it? Right. Where, where was the ATF when the uh, uh, left-leaning uh, person uh, chopped the barrel off of his AR-15 and created an illegal SBR? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. it seems like it seems like mm-hmm. whenever – it seems like, you know – I don't agree with any of the gun laws or the NFA, but it seems like, you know, if they're going to be there, they have to be enforced equally. And I don't see equal application of the law. Um, it seems like, you know, the only time they favor our constitutional rights is when they're using them to destroy part of our constitutional rights. Yeah. <laughs> they, the only people that they want to go after is people like us. That's who they're really worried about. They're obviously right. not worried about these bozos and these clowns um, in this uh, Chaz zone in Seattle, right? Or... Or they're fine with that. You know, they want to establish that. They want to establish that, that uh, people could do that and get away with that. But I think for us, there has to come a point. We can't, we cannot continue to just stand by and have our rights eroded, 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 eroded some more. You know, we're looking at things today under um, Republicans, under a Republican president that people in America would have never let Obama get away with. And oh, it's, yeah, all, it's, it's, it's all because people assumed that they can go to sleep because mm-hmm. they, they assume – and, you know, the, the thing, here's the thing with, with, with people that they don't realize about Donald Trump. You know, he's, he's a billionaire. He's a New York City guy. Mm-hmm. He, he looks for groups like the NRA for advice, and we mm-hmm. all know how that's turned out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's yeah, a good – you know, he's a good I, – I consider him to be a good president overall. But he doesn't know that you know that this stuff that we're talking about. He you know he's he's lived in a bubble his whole life. Not mm-hmm. I'm not saying that in a you know I'm not saying that in a negative sense or anything like that. But it's just you know um, we have to elect people that really think like us. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say that's easy. 
Right. No, I don't think it is easy. Um, look, this is this is like a weird situation, right? Um, like you said about me, I agree with that. I think we need to, if we're going to have any kind of civility in America moving forward, we're going to, you know, we need to vote. We need to try to get more people. The Supreme Court is a big deal. The courts are a big deal. Um, voting for your local sheriffs, if you have them, that's a big deal. You know, voting in your local elections, I think, is a big deal because it's going to come down to that. If we if we move into a position where uh, we are going to start separating the states uh, red and blue, if that really happens, we're going to have to have some kind of organization and something that already exists there where we can work with our sheriffs and other leaders. And we're like, hey, this is not happening. This is not going to happen here in this state. Doesn't matter what laws you make on a federal level, we're not going to allow it in this state, and we're going to have to be organized in order to actually enforce that or reinforce that, right? Yeah. So in, in a, we need to keep going in that direction, but at the same time, we need to prepare for the eventuality here that these guys are going to try to force something on us. Go ahead, Dylan. Oh, they will. Yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off, Hank. Yeah, no, uh, something, okay. something else. Something else. You know, with the ATF that I want to bring up that really, you know. It really just bothers me is, you know, like, OK, I'll tell you as a libertarian, I don't I, you know, I, I don't mind if marijuana is decriminalized or, or you know, legalized. But why you know, why is why is it that the, the, it seems like all the agencies, the government mm -hmm. agencies, you know, marijuana is federally illegal, but there are states left and right that are mm -hmm. legalizing it. And, mm -hmm. the, you know, the federal agencies are allowing it to happen. But Lord forbid if a state wants to, you know, legalize some NFA uh, weapons and make them off the books, you know, like they mm -hmm. did in Kansas, uh, where they put that, uh, they put that gentleman in jail that the GOA fought for. I can't remember his name, but, um, yeah. um but my thing is, you know, it, it really is a whole double standard and, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I don't mean to bash people in our government cause I'm sure there's some people that want, that really want to do a good thing, but the leadership mm -hmm. of our government is in the pockets of people like Bloomberg and Soros Mm -hmm. And um, I truly believe that they would like to set our rights on fire. That's just, you yeah. know, my straight up people opinion. on people on, I guess, supposedly our side. I don't know if I don't know if I really look at it as our side, but people like Barr are no good either. He's still you know, he's, right. he's in he's in the same pockets as him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get this from Harry's holsters. He says the county sheriffs combined are the most powerful elected body in the world. They can override the governors in a heartbeat, and when they join forces, the uh, the feds as well. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's going to come down to that in a lot of places. We were talking about living out in the country versus living in the city at the beginning of this. This is where the, this is where the mice are going to get separated from the men. You know, th those local those locally elected sheriffs who are already saying, "Hey, um, you know, my jurisdiction here is a is a is a two A sanctuary." You know, yeah. if you notice something that the Supreme Court didn't want to take up uh, immigration sanctuaries either. They didn't want to take that oh, up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, they didn't want to take that up. But I, I bet you if more states, if more uh, um, counties and all that around the country start making 2A sanctuaries, they'll try to take that up in a, in a, in a hurry. Oh, absolutely. You know, um, so uh, I think that. You know, it just, it's just it's a weird feeling of what's happening that 
Um, when you look at this, yes, there's guys like Bloomberg and all that kind of stuff, but there's lots of people on the Republican side that um, that don't believe in law and order either. Not oh, and they, or, and or not the Constitution. They do believe in law and order, but they're really they're not even set up to deal with Antifa and all this stuff going on. But they're getting set up maybe to deal with people like us. And, and they're and they're yeah. and they're funded by the same people because the uh, with this two party system that we have, you know, uh, Bloomberg realizes if he can have two Bloomberg approved candidates right at the same time, he wins either way. It's just like that guy. You're all Senate majority leader in Florida, where I believe Bloomberg gave him a five hundred thousand dollar campaign contribution. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just what a what a piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, these guys have a lot of a lot of money. Uh, Harry's holster says his because I noticed some people are saying their sheriff's a Democrat. He says my sheriff's a Democrat, but the, he votes Republican in the federal election and them at the local level. That's just how the South works. And I think it. Yeah, it's, I think it does. It's like that here. Yeah. Yeah. In my area, it's like that here. A lot of a lot of the elected officials are Democrats, but they mm-hmm. they hold Republican views. Yeah. And it's it's almost like this tradition that you have to be a Democrat to get elected here. Well, because it's this weird thing that people don't realize, right? It, nationally in politics, they you know the media tries to say that Democrats are the awesome people and Republicans are all just a bunch of KKK people. The reality right. of that is that. The Democrats really always run ran just, the South. Just the reverse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same argument you make, Hank, of, of people saying that Republicans are all uh, constitutional-minded people and Democrats mm-hmm. are are the other way. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. it's um this two-party system we have mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, you know, one of the main reasons why we are losing our rights at such rapid pace. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I think one of the main factors. Here and you know our rights are being attacked from attacked from all angles. Whether mm-hmm. it's your freedom of speech, whether it's the mm-hmm. Second Amendment, by and friends and foes, by friends and foes, mm-hmm. and it's all propelled by the mainstream media. It's it's almost like a divide and conquer tactic. I think the biggest threat to our country is how divided we are right now, mm-hmm. because nobody can agree on anything. And mm-hmm. if if you can't have cohesion in a group, then how are you going to have any kind of you know, stance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think we can easily simplify all of this, man. Let's go by the Constitution. There you go. Yeah. Let's simplify all the laws down to just a couple basic laws. I don't know. Pick a number, 10 maybe. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, we don't, we don't, we're, we're making it, I think that's happening because everything's getting really complicated and we don't need it to be that complicated. A lot exactly. of problems could be fixed here if we simplify what's happening. One of the problems, everyone's mad about the police right now, which I get uh, uh, on a lot of levels, but it's a problem we created. They didn't, the police departments don't create themselves. Right. right. We demand that. We create that. We're the ones who are like, oh, we need more cops. Why? Why are you doing Why? that? Yeah. Exactly. Why is there more cops? You know, when we uh, we were talking, I think, last week about um, the L.A. budget where they were cutting out $150 million, the problem is the budget for the police department is $1.8 billion. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> What's going yeah, on about there? And, and over a billion of it is being used to protect the politicians and all the, all the cowards that are afraid to face their own uh, uh, citizens. Yeah, yeah. This, this, it's an easy way to fix this. Like, uh, if you're going to have cops, you need to vet them better, train them better, 
you know, uh, have them continue their training, properly compensate them for what they do, but you don't need a ton of them. You let the no. people police themselves. It's called the Second Amendment. Let people be no. able to defend themselves. This will clear up a lot of that. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this is the way to do it. And, you know, these bigger police departments, like, say, Louisville, for example, mm-hmm. like you said, they have these huge boats. I worked at a small police department. I made eight bucks an hour. I didn't even have body armor. I had to provide my own gun, my own mm-hmm. utility, but all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a... Uh, this was a, like know. a like a country. Was this a, a deputy type situation or? No, it, it it was a it was a town police officer. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and unfortunately, that's what's going on out there. You know, that's what's going on out there. A lot of these guys are, are underpaid. You know, they don't have proper equipment. They only have what they could afford. I've seen, like, even some of my local guys, man, they either didn't even have, like, uh, optics on their ARs, much less, you know? Or if they did, they had some crap on there. And even if they had something on there, it wasn't properly zeroed and all of that kind of stuff. Let's not even get into training. Right. You know? I think think another big problem with police police departments and police officers, the selection process. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you get these guys that are all gung-ho and ready to lay down their authority. If you're going to hire a police officer, what you really want to look for is someone who's going to de-escalate, who is going to look at a situation instead of going in hot and heavy and think of the best way to approach this situation. And Right. Someone who wants to serve the community. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's a tough deal. It's a tough deal, man. If you find good people who really want to do this, we need to compensate them so they can pay their bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, they need, to, they need to be able to pay their bills. It's like we, we don't argue about this with teachers in America, um, but we're still not fixing that in America either, right? We have lots right. of teachers. They're underpaid. They're not properly vetted, trained, or compensated, and everything's suffering. But yeah. if we actually if we actually looked at that system and redid it, we could do something about it. And if there there was never a better time than right now when there's no kids in school, not a, not on the college level and not right. on the you know not on everything like K to through twelve level either. You know, this is would be the perfect time to do something about this and get better teachers, properly compensate them. You know, get rid of the terrible teachers out there and have these people be able to make a living um, teaching people and just change the system. The same way if we really wanted to do something about it, we could change what policing is and crazy things like no-lock raids or even for that matter, like police departments being super tactical. What are we talking about? Right, right. You know, there's a time and a place for that and there's special training and special units for that. Mm Mm-hmm. But you see these average guys out there, and they're using hardware that is way above and beyond the situation calls for. Mm-hmm. You're you're going to have bad things happen. Yeah, there's a lot of things we need to decriminalize. Oh yeah, you know? and that's another thing. It seems like every senator and congressman that comes into office, they never want to take laws off the book. They want to make their mark by adding more laws. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon we're just a country of laws and. Yeah. Where'd our freedom go? Yeah. Um, Excellent ha- point. Yeah. We had this con- – we had um, – last night we had Rhonda Ezel on, and uh, I tried to pull out a snippet. I'm not sure when it's going uh, to be turned on, but one of the things I was saying to her is that 
you know, there's lots of people in America right now very upset, okay? And they're tearing down lots of stuff. <laughs> Regardless of how you want to think about what they're tearing down, I personally think, waste of time, a lot of the stuff that they're tearing down. Some people think, hey, these things are racist or whatever, tear them down. Okay, if you want to tear down something racist, how about tearing down all the gun control laws? There you go. <laughs> If you, want, if, you want, if you want something big that's racist to take down, something that's pu putting people in jail, putting, you know, lots of people in jail, including people of color, how about taking the gun control laws down and let's start there? But you know what? Instead, what we're going to do is go rip down some old statue of some, you know, uh, Confederate general or whatever yeah. that most of these kids don't even know. They don't even right. know. It, like, what it, does that mean? It, it doesn't hey, mean anything it, to them. And Hank, and you make the great point in Virginia. I heard you on the show last night. You said, you know, why in Virginia are they tearing all these monuments down when they have a governor who is a white supremacist? <laughs> right. I have no idea, man. I saw that um, I think Pharrell was in a press conference with him because New, New, uh, Virginia uh, declared this Juneteenth, which uh, someone's going to have to explain it to me because I'm not fully an understanding uh of that. Uh, of what that's all about, but you know, let's say it's something uh, pro-black that they're doing. Let's let's put it in that in that category, right? I haven't really spent a bunch of time researching it, but Pharrell shows up with the governor who is in blackface. What, this this is right. this makes no sense. This no makes no sense. Even if you want to get this holiday and have this be a, a, a black holiday, let's say, right? You're gonna show up with this governor that was in blackface then that negates right. the whole thing. It doesn't make any freaking point. What's the sense of it? You know, you're, it's like you're in Star Wars and you're standing there and freaking Palpatine is behind you and you're acting like it's uh, all right. awesome and hey, this now we fixed everything. Uh, race relations are all better. Yay, go black man. <laughs> right. What the hell are you talking about? That guy was, that guy was so happy to be in, in, in blackface and he's still the governor. You want to tear something down, I think, like Dil Speck is saying, tear that guy down. He should not be the governor of the state of exactly. Virginia. And what he's doing with gun control is going to put people in Virginia in prison, including black people. And it's going to have cops rolling up on people, including black people in the state of Virginia, to take guns away from them or incarcerate them because, because you're, you're taking away their, their right to the Second Amendment. And guess what? People in Virginia are just helping him along to do it. Yeah. You know? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Here's three things I think need to happen. We need to, we need to end all gun laws that are restricting guns. Mm -hmm. We need to stop the war on drugs. And we need to have a litmus test mm -hmm. for anybody that wants to hold a political office. They need to know the Constitution. They need to mm -hmm. understand the Constitution and live by it. Mm-hmm. I think it's two things that need to happen. Okay. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. By the way, um, I'm getting, let me see. Uh, who said this? I think uh, Gray Death says day slavery ended. So uh, let's see. So here, I'm going to throw this up. This is just what I pulled up here on, uh, on my phone. Juneteenth, it commemorates June 19th, 1865, when Union... General Gordon Granger read federal orders in Galveston, Texas, that all previously enslaved people in Texas were free. So, there you go. 
That's what it means. Um, and, and I'm going to say this to you, just in case like anyone like is getting this twisted and what my personal philosophy is. Um, just like Dylan said at the beginning when we were talking about the Second Amendment and the right to people being able to defend themselves, they were born with that right. You were born free. Absolutely. Everyone is born free. Some other human being decides to enslave you. If you think that ever ended, it never ended on this planet. Nailed it. Nailed it. So I personally don't I don't I don't follow that. And I'm descendant of slaves from the Caribbean. That's where I'm that's where I was born in the Caribbean. I'm descendant of slaves in the Caribbean. And my philosophy is every day you wake up, you have to fight to be free. There's, pe there's people out there trying to enslave you all the time. So that's just the way I look at it. And I'm not listen, I don't give a crap about holidays, man. <laughs> I'll just tell you guys, I none of them matter to me. The point, the point, though, that I can't help but see is that there's, you know, you've got people like Pharrell who are showing up there to celebrate with this governor that he gives you a day. And this guy was in blackface. And then at the same time, he's creating laws that if we go back to the 80s in New York City and lots of other places, they created laws where one vial of crack, like that's basically cocaine mixed in, you know, with baking, baking soda and stuff like that. A vial of that gives you 20 years in prison. That's yeah. equivalent to today. If you've got this piece of plastic, this, you don't even have to have it on a gun. This piece of plastic makes you a felon, gives you 10 years, $250,000 fine. How is it different? Right. How is exactly. that different? We're talking right now, all of these people with braces out there, now all of a sudden, you're a felon. Yeah. In including many law enforcement who I've seen with AR pistols. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? How come we can't see this like blatant hypocrisy? How come we, why are we blind to that? Yep, and this started with the bump stocks. It's just a snowball effect and it's only gonna get worse. Yeah, it's just amazing to me. And a lot of these places, I'm not saying, look, I know there's places that are run by Republicans and all that, but we're talking about like what happened in Seattle, that's a place run by Democrats. <sighs> right. A lot of these places are run by Democrats and liberals. And instead of them explaining to you why they didn't fix a problem, they're like, oh, yeah, this is this person's fault right here. It's the president. Racism. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> right. Look at the look at the police chief of Seattle. How, how the uh, you know, she wants to blame the president for stuff when um, it's you know, it, it falls on her leadership. How does if she she makes the mentality about police are racist and whatnot? Well, yeah. Control your department. Yeah. Uh, I carry my revolver in single action, said, would Pharrell have shown up if he was a conservative that wore blackface? No, because he would have swore he was racist. Yeah. And, and look, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you guys, I could give two craps about that. I'm just trying to make the point that people are just blind to this. It's like selective of what they want to see. And they just don't understand. I mean, I can't be the only person out there. I'm pretty sure Killer Mike, who's a freaking socialist damn near a communist and campaign for freaking Bernie Sanders is trying to tell these guys, he's a rapper. He's telling these people, you need the right to defend yourself. We've seen other rappers defending themselves. We've seen lots of black people in America defending themselves. When someone's telling you that they're going to make it illegal for you to be able to do that, for you to own something, they are setting you up for prison, which equals slavery. 
It does. And you see a lot of free labor coming out of these prisons. Yeah. You know. You do. But it's just weird, man. I mean, what the, the, the things that we're saying here, it's like most people just can't see it. Yeah. They just can't see well, it. You know, they're just happily letting these guys do create these things that in the future is going to lock them up and lock up their children. And that's too bad. And, and, and Hank, if you don't mind me saying something, mm -hmm. you know, you know, with me, um, I've been woke up for a long time. You know, I mean, I've been I've been watching your channel for mm -hmm. uh, probably, you know, close to about seven years or so. And okay. um, I've. You know, I just remember going to high school thinking about all this stuff, you know, uh, right around when Obama was president, when he, you know, when all when um, he was really trying hard in his second mm -hmm. term to, you know, just take out the Constitution as mm -hmm. much as he can. And uh, I, I just remember walking around school and stuff and looking at all my all my friends that have no idea about what's going on. And um, I, I just uh, I just look at all this stuff and so many people are just not are not woken up. And I hope at least that with all these tragic events that are happening, with all these new people buying guns, that it has woken some people up to realize that, you know, we are on our own. And we really um, – the U.S. is being targeted, in my opinion, by many different forces due to the fact that we are the last free nation. And once they – make us like everybody else they can have global tyranny that's and you know it. that's not me just being a, a conspiracy theorist but yeah. it's you know i mean one of the reasons why i think the u.s is like our rights are under such attack is because we've seen you know like with canada and other countries we've seen so many countries lose their rights that now they're down to one yeah and if they can get that one there's the it's be over nowhere for our there's yeah. nowhere for us to run it's over and hide for the planet anymore yeah i just can't go run and hide anywhere yeah i saw this in the news and i didn't want to bring it up because it kind of pisses me off and i was like okay let me try to you know dylan's gonna be on daniel's gonna be on let me try not to be pissed off but i saw the family of george floyd appealing to the oh. u.n oh. and the only thing oh that i could gosh. think is what the actual fuck Yes. That's the only thing that I could think. Like, are you serious? You're going to go to the they UN. Should be, you're they should go, be thrown in jail. You're going to go to these African nations that have that have completely destroyed their own people. Okay? Yeah. That have no sense of decency. You're going to go to the to the most horrible countries in the world and you're going to ask them for help? Yeah. Okay, we, you've lost your mind now. So you're you're ignoring what's happened in America. I mean, I feel bad that that happened to that guy, but I'm Me telling too. I'm telling you something that you're ignoring what's actually happening in America, where all kinds of people of of all races, of all genders, of all beliefs, of all creeds are with you. They're pissed off about what happened to that guy too. If you don't believe it, I mean, the other day we were reading the letter from uh, the uh, Franklin Armory from the owner of Franklin Armory. I mean, for listen, people heard you. There are people out there protesting. There's people. There's people doing something about this in America. What the What the hell does this have to do with the UN? Yeah. And and I'll say this too. You know, my deepest. Uh, I definitely send my wishes and uh, my best wishes and my uh, condolences to the Floyd family. I I hate to see that happen to anybody of any color. And but my thing is, you know, you go to a foreign entity to try to get them to control the u.s 
that is a criminal act, and they yeah, I'm not sure how legal that is. It's not legal. It will never happen. If you want to, if you, you want to kick, if you want to kick off something really bad, of, uh, let let those guys gun. even believe they could try that. But come on, who's who's sitting on this board? You're going to North Korea sitting on there? China, you China, know. Russia. You you Jared from uh, Jared from Guns and Gadgets. One of you, you know, one of my other uh, channels. I watch him. He said it best. Where you know you allow a foreign army to take their place on, you know, to land on U.S. soil. I mean, it's just not, it's yeah. not going to happen. This I mean, is where, just... this is where you lose me forever. Oh, this yeah. This is where you lose Absolutely. me forever. There's, Absolutely. there's, there's no sense in that. There's no sense in that. Okay. You want to do something about this? Don't turn to the, pe you know what? Pick one of those countries and go live there. Yeah. Pick see one of those countries out. and go live there and see how awesome that is. Yeah. Okay. It, we have a severe deficit of critical thinking in this country. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. People have been dumbed down to like a ridiculous point. An absolutely yeah. ridiculous point. That the fact that there's not an outrage about this. Like yep. you're actually going to go when you when you actually whatever the hell it takes for you to get up in front of the UN, to me that means you ha you don't know shit. Yeah. The person who gets up in front of maybe maybe that person's never left America. Maybe they've never seen another country. They've never seen these other third world countries out there. They've never seen what people who look like me do to people who look like me. It, the problem yeah. that we have is a human being problem. It is. Okay? Some of us are horrible people. And some of oh, those yeah. horrible people run countries and sit on the UN. They could give two craps about America, and then yeah, I'll, I'll I'll guarantee you that there's nothing they can't do shit about it, man. They can't freaking help themselves. No, they can't. Anytime you see the UN inter, intervene in any in any conflict in any skirmish, it's always head up, you know, head up their butts, and yeah. they don't. It's, it's you know what, you know what's sad. It's like the 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 people who are supposed to be leaders in America, people who are supposed to be leaders for minorities here in America, people like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and all these uh, who, people, in my personal opinion, who are basically assholes. They're self-promoting clowns. They're, and they're sellouts. They've so failed, they've so failed people in this country that they're freaking turning to the UN. <laughs> Just yep, think about absolutely. that shit. Just think absolutely. about that. You've lost <laughs> and, your damn mind. You've d lost your and, damn mind to believe that. And anyone who yeah. thinks like, oh, you know, Hank, you're a sellout because you do whatever, man. I will, I will, I am willing to fight for my freedom every single day. I don't give a shit who Absolutely. wants to take it from me. I don't care if that person looks exactly like me. I am willing to fight and I'm willing to die and I'm willing to have my sons die for their freedom. Yeah. But I won't ask the UN to help me do shit. I wouldn't ask them to help me wipe my ass. No. So I mean, how the hell do you even contact the UN? You know. Uh, of course, they're a hundred percent. They're, they're a hundred percent happy to to slap America in the face in America, and and sit up there and pretend like they're the judges or the arbiters of something, and they could actually do something, and they can't freaking save themselves. That's like you're on a ship, and there's all these people out in the ocean drowning, and you've got some problems on the ship for sure. Some bad stuff happened on the ship. And you go out to the idiots who are in the ocean drowning, and you're like, you guys should do something about this. <laughs> right. 
exactly. How about they you know, get on it, the ship first? How about they do what people have done here in America for a long time to fight for this freedom that we have, including people of color who are doing it now? Yeah. And Hank, I will, I will say this. You know, one thing that I've realized, um, and I, I touched on it a little bit earlier, I, I think that many of our ancestors um, – when they escaped oppression, communism, and whatnot, where did they run to? They ran to America because they knew that's where they needed to go to. And and the problem I think is, and I, I don't want to criticize anyone, you know, but the problem I think is now is, you know, instead of facing the problems in their own land, like I've heard you say before, Hank, I'll never leave Florida. I'm gonna stay here and fight till the end. That's the proper way because when you yeah. when we run to places, eventually. When we run to places and we don't fix the problems where we have them, eventually they spread. And mm-hmm. we've gotten to a point where we've all been running, and now there's there's no places left to hide. And, mm-hmm. you know, Hank, I'll, t- I'll tell you this straight up, man. You know, I mean, I don't know a lot about politics, but what I do know is we're talking about this element of our government that is hell-bent on taking our rights. What I do know is – that element of our government does not like Donald Trump. I mean, he's the only man standing in between us completely, the country just going to hell, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, You know what? Sometimes I don't know, man. Sometimes I agree, I agree with that. With you. And sometimes right. I would say maybe this is just all part of this great freaking plan or play that's playing out here to just drive everyone insane. But you have to have your own moral compass. That's it. Okay? You have to... I don't buy it. Yeah. I don't buy into this left-right. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. Right. Uh, I vote where the morals are. I vote where the freedom is. And that's the way I approach it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I refuse to be dogmatic to anyone or anything. Yeah. Okay? Oh, I'm not. I'm not either. Like I said, I'm uh, on Trump. You know, it's a mixed bag with him. I'm definitely not happy on, on a lot of things that he's done. But what, what I do know, though, what I do find interesting is he makes if you look at like if you look at Pelosi, you look at, um, you know, like you look at Paul Ryan, you look at those types. He makes them nervous in a lot of ways. And you yeah, have Paul to Ryan wonder, failed us, man. I used to have great hopes for him, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, you know, I could, you know, once I realize where people are at, I'm like whatever, you know, Um and the and my listen, I've looked at a lot of people who say they're conservatives. It's a thing I've come across here in Florida that's gotten me in a lot of trouble, and uh, that's all played out here in uh, on the internet with you guys. This is the reason why I don't do and work uh, with certain people anymore. Um, right, right. A lot of people in Florida claim to be Republicans or conservatives to believe in the Constitution and all that. It's bullshit. It's all up front. Yeah, it is. It's a game that they're playing. So, you know, I'm not trying to I don't think all all of these problems that we have, I wouldn't lay them at the feet of Trump. I think Trump definitely has like some issues and there's lots of things I don't uh, agree with him on. At the same time, I think that there are things that I do. But, you, you know, it's. In this position, it's not one man. It's it's an entire administration right. I, I here, agree. and there's lots of like corruption in the administration. There's um, a lot of infighting and power struggles. Right. A lot let, of let disloyalty. This, <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Let, let me ask you this: What has Trump done for the Second Amendment? What has oh, he I, done? I don't believe I don't believe he's done. The only thing he's done, in my opinion, 
is he's given us two justices that that would be my answer right here that he's given he's us, given us two justices that may not be exactly what I wanted but they're yeah. they're two yeah. of our best but justices. I don't think he made that decision alone and he can't I don't he can't on his own get those people confirmed and put them through. But but right. if you say, what has he done against the Second Amendment, we can come up with a lot oh, of stuff. Oh, he's done, he's done several <laughs> exactly. things. He's, he's tried to ban, he's, he's, he's grew banned up. the bump stocks. He tried to ban, yeah. he's for the red he hasn't, flag. He hasn't properly, first thing I would have done if I didn't dismember, dismantle the ATF, I would have definitely put some actual people who right. believe in the Second Amendment and then, and then inside the ATF. And his ATF pick ended up luckily not getting in, but his ATF pick was a disaster. Yeah. And the people who are there in the ATF, man, they are loving it. They're insurgents from Obama, and they're tearing this down. All of this stuff that we're seeing, these guys are insurgents, and they're laughing at us because Trump can't actually replace these people. It's a freaking game that's getting played. And meanwhile, they're tearing, they're, they're tearing away the, the Second Amendment every day, uh, killing it with paper cuts, and, and, and no one gets the blame. No one gets the blame here. The Supreme Court doesn't get the blame. The Congress doesn't get the blame. The Senate doesn't get the blame. The president doesn't get the blame. It's insane. It's insanity. You know whose fault it is? It's ours. For it is. Happen. It yeah, is. 100%. We should have been up in arms when they, when they banned machine guns, but nobody was. We yeah. should have been, you know, we should have been on guard. Our, you know, my parents, my grandparents, they should have been, they should have been on guard when, all this stuff started in the first place. It's a generational failure. Yeah, it, it really is. We're inheriting a problem that, you know, what the what what's the solution to it? I grew up in the, I grew up in the eighties and nineties, and mm-hmm. you know, my whole life Trump was a New York Democrat, and I think a lot of people are putting too much hope in Trump, and what really needs to happen is the only. Here's the truth. The only thing that is stopping the government from completely taking our freedom is people like me, people like you, Hank, who are armed, and they know that's a threat. They know that's a problem. And the only way they can do this is a little at a time. And Yeah, dismantle we, us allowed, slowly. Yeah. We've allowed or let us, let, us, um, let us do most of it to ourselves. Well, uh, let me the, say I'm, this. But hold oh, on to I'm that sorry, for Hank. one second. I just want to get this comment in from James Miller. He says uh, Trump did uh, got rid of the yearly fee, two thousand to three thousand, that even small gunsmiths were going to have to pay uh, under the State Department. So, hey, just want to get that out there. That I guess that is a thing. He also got us out of the arms treaty, which was a good thing too. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is why it's like schizophrenic. Go, go. This whole thing, everything that's happening is schizophrenic right now, and I think it's deliberate. It's it's really to mentally break us. But go ahead, get your point, Dylan. If you well, still remember. And, and what I want to say, to, what I want to say to you, Hank, and uh, and uh, to everybody is, you know, like I what I said earlier, like I'm not I'm not one of those diehard Trump supporters. But what I do notice about him, what I think, what I think makes some people in our government nervous about him is he he does what he wants regardless of who he makes mad and like you know. Um, I I think that he wants to do the right thing on most things, but I think he there like you said, Hank. There's a infighting within his administration, and there are there's a power struggle. I've read multiple things on several of his advisors trying yeah. to block certain I mean, people from talking to him. Yeah. He put Bolton I mean, in there for what? How long was Bolton in yeah, there? Like yeah, a couple Bolton of months. Was, 
Was Bolton yeah. in there like two months or something like that? Yeah. And he's already coming out with a book. I mean, what? What, what yeah. are we talking about here? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know? it's, it's part uh, of He what, had what Omarosa. Come on. Right. I totally agree. <laughs> but what I will say with Trump, though, is, you know, because he has his own money, I really do believe that, you know, a lot of those people, when they get into that point, they can just be paid off. And, you know, that'll make them do certain things. But mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, you know, and I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I've read things before that they've tried paying Trump off and that it, that he doesn't care about the money mm-hmm. and different things like that. And I, I, I do believe that he wants to do the right thing. I'm not saying he has done the right thing. When it comes to the Second Amendment, the four years of his first term as president have been a disaster for our rights. It has been an absolute disaster. We didn't get the Hearing Protection Act. We didn't get yeah. the But Perry just Bill. imagine for a second – just imagine for a second, and, and this is what I'm talking about, like a balance. You have to be able to hold two thoughts or maybe more than that in your brain at the same time and turn them around three-dimensionally and look at them. Just imagine if we had like Hillary Clinton as president. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not saying that. You know. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, imagine what if I- we have Joe Biden as president. Right. You know. So the thing is, is like, I think for sure, like, I don't think anyone's perfect, man. I don't care who's in power, who's, uh, who, who's there. I'm going to be looking at that person. They do wrong. I'm going to say that's wrong. They do good. I'm going to be like, that's good. If I support something, I support it. Don't support it. That's bullshit. I mean, this whole time I've been telling you guys I can't stand Giuliani. That's, this, is, this is someone to me that I keep trying to tell people, this guy is horrible. And what's so horrible about him, like Giuliani will be the first person, like the whole country is mad at cops. He'll be the first one to get up there. Oh, these guys are so terrible. You know? Yeah. He, this yeah. Is, he, he, he did all of this stuff. Giuliani literally had his police chief of New York City. He was trying to put him um, onto uh, Homeland Security to run Homeland Security. And that guy went to jail because of the stuff that him and Giuliani got up to. He went to jail. So this is, I'm just trying to say, you know, I I said this before. When I came to America, um, uh, Daniel's talking about uh, growing up in the 80s and 90s. I came here in the 80s. And it was not cool anymore to be smart, Dylan. This is the problem that you have all the time. To be an intelligent thinking person and have an opinion of your own is not cool anymore. Yep. You get ostracized for it. Right. You're out here hanging out with old dudes like us because most of the people your age refuse to think for themselves. I remember when it used to be cool for people to sit around and argue and have point counterpoint. Think about things We're like, oh, man, you know, maybe Absolutely. you might be convinced of something and you, you we can learn and we could expand. Now we're just so we we have gotten so dumbed down, man. We're not even we wouldn't even register as a freaking chicken McNugget on the scale. Right. <laughs> that's how and, dumbed and, down we are and you know hank i, I want to say this too man it's funny how you say this because it seems like everybody just wants to follow the masses these days and you know i'll tell mm-hmm. you this like you know when i was a really little kid i used to i still got my old i, I used to play basketball with all my friends in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and i wore a little when i was like eight years old i wore a little uh, lebron james jersey and lebron james used to be somebody that i thought that i looked up to and now i look at him and you know, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I, I just I just look at him and I just think what an uneducated, un misinformed, um, just arrogant and just um, absolute, you know, total arrogant 
person. He lives. I, I he never... lives literally in another world, which is fine. I'm not gonna say that because you're wealthy or because you're right. famous. But he's literally living like in one in one year, he could tell someone trying to talk about China and what China's doing in Hong Kong. He could tell that person to shut up, and then all of a sudden he could flip around and go the other way. And he and could he look tells at people. all these. Yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry, Hank. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, he, he tells all these people that it's good to burn things down, but does he want them coming to his multi-million dollar estate and burning his place down or his businesses down? Oh, you will met, get met by some guns. This is why exactly. I said we don't we don't have like real we don't have fidelity. We don't have yes. truth. I'll never hate someone because they're wealthy or because they're famous or whatever. I just don't. My brain's not wired like that. But it's wired to see hypocrisy and see just blatant negligence. When it comes to the truth, you have to be willing. If you, you mess up, you got to be willing you, to admit you messed up. But when you're dealing with someone who's making hundreds of millions of dollars from China and, and when there's people protesting in Hong Kong because they are about to be smashed. Right. They know it. They're about to go into slavery that we're saying we're against slavery. They're about to go into it and they're fighting back. And he's telling a guy who's sticking up for them. Shut up. Yeah. Don't, don't mess up my money. But then over here, he's like, oh, you know, we're getting hunted every day. Right. Okay. You got, you got to pick a lane. Pick, pick a place. To be a man, you have to have conviction. Absolutely. Okay? You have to pick a point and you have to fight over it, even if it's against your friends that you have to fight. Even if it's against yourself that you have to admit that you were wrong or you did something wrong. If we, it, uh, that's the only way to actually solve problems. That's the yeah. only way to actually move on. Otherwise, we're just playing games. And if it messes with your money from China, you don't care if these people get their, their necks stepped on in Hong Kong. doesn't matter to you. Even though they're, people, right. they're also people of color, let's say you just really hate the white man so much. These are people who are not white people right. getting stepped on in Hong Kong. You don't give a crap about them, okay? No. Because you want to get that, that China money, right? And then over here, you're like, oh, this is, this is the worst thing in the world. Figure it out. What are you actually up to? What do you actually believe in? That's what I would like to see from a lot of these people. Okay? You got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Absolutely. Aaron Tippin song. Yeah. Everyone's just going to go along with their nonsense instead of holding them accountable. Like, I want to yeah. actually hold people accountable to what they're saying. I, I, you know, I think there's a, I've been saying it, I've been saying it here. This is why I started doing this thing that we're doing right now. And I've been saying the whole time, like, yeah, we got a problem with the cops in America. Most gun guys have been saying that. Yeah. <laughs> we're not trying to say that they're all evil. We're trying to say there's some bad guys out there. We're not vetting them properly. We're not training them. We're not compensating. We're not monitoring what's going on. We got too many laws. They shouldn't be doing this. They shouldn't be doing that. We've been saying it the whole time. And then everyone's well, acting like, no, you guys haven't been saying a damn thing. Right. And, and you know, the biggest thing, too, Hank, with, with the cop situation, I just think, you know, like you said, they're not being educated probably. How are you in law enforcement? If, you, if you're in law enforcement, no matter, you know, how you feel about guns or drugs, you should know every common law there is to know about that. I mean, I can't tell you how many – officers i've talked to that still don't understand what an ar pistol is and other things like that i mean how are you in law enforcement if you don't know the law well 
Yeah, go ahead, Daniel. I'm going to let you take this on, man. You you did this. You did this. So you walked in those boots. There are so, so many laws that not even just the basic laws. There are so many of them. And there is not a law. There's not an arbitrary law out there that an officer wouldn't take your life for. Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's an issue. I think that's the issue is, you know, we need to have we need to have a basis in this country around the we, we just got to get back to the Constitution. There's there's no other way around it. We're yeah. we're in a we're in a country of laws and not a country of freedom. Yeah. And, and, and the problem, I think, um, in those cases with a lot of these police officers, which, to be honest, you know, you got to separate why a person becomes a police officer. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? Some people become police officers because they want to serve. They're good people. They want to serve. They want to help people. And they think this is a worthy profession to go into. We've had some of those people on here. Uh, we've talked to some of those guys. I've known those guys. I have friends. I have people I consider my brothers that are uh, serving in law enforcement, um, you know, and then there's some people that go into it because they want to be bullies. Yeah. And, you know, despite what you went into law enforcement before, every public servant, every, every police officer, every soldier, anybody who serves office, we all took an oath to the constitution mm-hmm. and that should be our guiding, that should be our guiding light. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Also. So like one of the problems we have, right. If, especially in the places where they have massive amounts of police officers, so like in this place where we're broadcasting from here, unfortunately, we're doing this in Gainesville. Trust me, it's actually going to kill me one of these days. Um, and I mean that. I'm not, I'm not trying to make anything. I'm not trying to make it up to you guys. It's a freaking nightmare. Um, there's five different police departments that function here. In my county, we have, in my town, we have one police officer. And I believe three deputy sheriffs, including the sheriff. Yeah. Well, I I can't remember any time in my 37 years of life that I've ever called 911 about anything. Yeah. I could tell you that when you have like what we have here, that you have the University of Florida police, you have the Santa Fe police, you have the Gainesville police, you have uh, the Alachua County Sheriff's Office, you have the Highway Patrol. (laughs) I can keep going. Right. Okay. Right. When you have all of that, people have to ver- validate their existence. Yeah. So when they have to validate their existence, they're looking at things. And then, like you said, Daniel, there's all these freaking laws on the books. So now you've got all these things at your, at your disposal that you could go and you did this wrong. You did that. You're yep. breathing. That's wrong. That's illegal. You can't yeah. be breathing. You're doing this thing. Oh, you got this. You have a gun. That would have been fine. But now we've got this law where you can't do this to your gun or you can't do that to your gun. They're just trying to validate their existence, which is not what they're supposed to be doing. If there's a problem, right. they're supposed to be addressing that problem and going there and being like an arbitrating authority over this conflict that's maybe happening between two people. But we just have too many cops who are trying to like make, you know, make us realize why they're there. And they, and there's really no reason. So we're just making up stuff. We went to we went from protect and serve to law enforcement. I think the name itself, law enforcement, is the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, cops see themselves there as I'm here to enforce this law, this law, this law, this law. You know, when I went in, I went in to help 
to serve my fellow man. That's what I went in for. That's what I joined the Navy for. That's what I went into law enforcement for. That's what I do search and rescue for. It's there, There's a big difference between a police officer and a law enforcement officer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Look, I, I ran into this when, um, like a while ago, that thing happened to me and I got pulled over. And uh, someone actually told me I can get the footage. Someone who was serving in that department <laughs> told me that. White guy <laughs> told me, hey, Hank, I know why they did this to you. They basically did it to you because you're a black guy driving down that street on that day. And that's a problem. You should get driving that. well strange. Well, because the thing is, it, it, you know, I'm not trying to rehash the whole thing, but to go back. There was like a black family that every year they had this big party and it caused problems. Wasn't it Easter or something yeah, like every, that? Yeah, every Easter there were people that came in and there was a whole, there was a whole bunch of problems going on. So the the way that the sheriff's department, uh, the Alachua County Sheriff's Department dealt with that at the time was to go out on this main, this main road that no one had any choices. You have to drive on this road. Instead of going to where this party was happening... And going after those people there, they would just go on this road, and if you were a black person driving on that road, they would pull you over. And this is basically what happened to me. There was there was nothing but cops. My my uh, radar detector was going off. I saw like 30 units. There were spotters. There were guys parked up on the sidewalk looking right into my car as I drove by. The guy that right. pulled me over was on the other, uh, other side of the street writing up giving someone a ticket or something like that a young black woman and he got in this car and came back around and when i pulled over three of us pulled over a person in front of me someone behind me they told those people no we don't want you we want that guy yeah all of this happened (laughs) all of this go ahead go ahead dylan didn't they blame something about the tinting on of your windows or something it's been a little while since because because it's just seen your video it's arbitrary because, laws. Yeah, it's just arbitrary laws. Yeah, <laughs> That's I mean, what they used. They had nothing to do with no, that. They would not pull someone over because of tanning of their windows. I mean, that is just In Florida, I mean, I, and I have I had legal tint. I don't do anything except the legal tint. Every time I go to get my windows tinted, I'm in Florida. I'm sorry. I got to tint my windows. And yeah. every time I go, the people always try to tell me, listen, we could tint it to this. We could tint your windshield. I'm like, dude, no. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know? I will. I. I. I will. I want to do the least amount to get myself pulled over and give anyone a reason to pull me you over. Shouldn't just have to, to worry about that. Yeah, we shouldn't have to worry about it. Okay. So anyway, I'm. Go, I'm that. going through all of this. When I met my local sheriff, uh, when that happened, I actually hadn't met him, even though I dealt with the deputies and stuff like that. They they come over to the range sometimes because someone called them on me or whatever. We never had any issues. When I met my sheriff, he was pissed off over that thing. And he was telling me, good. and he, but here's what he told me. He's, his wife is a deputy and he said the two of them were out and those same people pulled them over and she was driving. And even though she had her badge, they wanted to disarm her. Yeah. You know, and he was like, it, he was really enraged by that. And I'm telling you all this to tell you the difference between a small town sheriff like mine, who's there to serve the people who's not driving around like, oh, wait a second, you got goats, we're going to write you a ticket, or you're doing this thing, you're doing that thing that you can't do, we're going to go after you. They are there to serve the people. Yeah. Okay? As a matter of fact, sometimes they need the people. These are very few people dealing with lots of land, lots of area. Those guys can easily get in trouble. I have some of my my friends serve there. You know, that same sheriff's department, that's where... um, 
a couple of years ago, some demented guy just walked up to two of these guys having lunch and just executed them. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's a tough deal. This is the reason why I come to it from this point of view. And my sheriff was pissed off about what happened to me. And by the way, when I, I traveled this entire country and the people who are the most pissed off about that to me, I, everyone's pissed off about it. The people who are the most pissed off are people in law enforcement about that particular right. thing and what happened there. Because they it so obviously blatantly hit all the stereotypes. And this is right. what we have to understand, that there's a lot of people that don't want to do this. But these guys have to do this in order to rationalize why they exist. Exactly. You know what I spent 60, 60% of my time doing as a police officer? Talking to people. I spent most of my time talking to people. Uh, I didn't run a whole lot of traffic. I was out there changing old ladies' tires. I was mm-hmm. out there helping people who ran out of gas. I was out there, mm-hmm. you know, just being a positive part of the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, uh, listen, I worry about my kids. My kids are your age, Dylan, maybe just a, a year or two younger than you. You know, they're both in college. I worry about them. But I worry about them less in a place like where I, they've been pulled over. They both, both my kids drive. And they've been pulled over there, and they've been pulled over by um, even that same department that pulled me over, right? And they're like, listen, you're driving a little fast, take it easy, go about your business. (laughs) You know, this is the way that it's supposed to be. But when there's too many of these guys trying to rationalize why they exist, come on, it's mathematics. It's statistics. You're going to run into this. And Hank, I'll tell you this too, one of the biggest problems I have with with our country is not like you know daniel you mentioned we we have turned into to a land of laws which i have a big problem with but it seems like it's only laws for some people who may lurk, look a certain way or people of their status in society mm-hmm. their financial status because hank i'll tell you this you know when correct me if i'm wrong uh daniel but most cops you know they know who they're pulling over before they pull them over when they run their license and whatnot do you really think that they're going to pull the, what they pull it on a hank on some billionaire guy that's real right. well known. Do you think? Do you really think they're going to try to do that when they could have a, cl- a class action lawsuit filed against them and uh, drain their whole department? I mean, do you, do you really think they're going to go that route? And you know, that's why I swear to me, if I'm ever worth anything, all of my close friends and family, you know, just say the word when you're in trouble, you know, because that's. But it's, it shouldn't be that way, you know. Yeah. That it's turned into a big money game. We're running sure into is. we're running into a lot of pro, uh, profiling. I mean, I've had guys come out to me, like white guys, come out to see me. I remember there was one guy telling me he came out to see me. He's driving an old pickup truck. He's got a big beard, a lot like what uh, Dan has there. He looks like an insurgent or something. And he got pulled over. <laughs> he had a bunch of guns and stuff like that in there. But it's a lot of profiling and things like that going on, right? What's this guy doing over here? <laughs> Look at the plates. Why would those plates be going through here? This is really what we have, and ultimately you're asking for trouble. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be doing some of it. A lot of this we could cure by we don't need all the laws that we have. That, and we don't need as many, please. Yeah, and we don't need as many. And when we have them, you know, we could just go over this over and over again. But I don't think that... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's we're not geniuses because we know this, man. It's elementary. It's like simple shit. Well, and, and here's the here's the other thing too. You know, it goes back to the politicians because, you know, these departments that are doing these things, such as Louisville and you know other major cities, they are being pressured by politicians who will not do their jobs because they're afraid. So what do they do? It's just like the whole thing we talk about with the ATF. You know, there's, I believe, and this is just my opinion. I believe that. 
the ATF is in cahoots with many anti-gun legislators who say, hey, we can't get this job done ourselves, so we need you to do it for us. And that way, there's nothing that no one can do about it. We keep our jobs. We'll keep sending you your little uh, slush funds away at you, and everybody wins. And that's the whole problem. You know, in, in New York, you know, they – they are encouraged to arrest lawful gun owners. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like it's like you know they they can get bonuses and whatnot. I mean, and, and that is the that is the problem. Mm-hmm. And the officers that are doing that, they need to look themselves in the mirror and think, what am I doing to my community? I mean, am I really gonna am I really gonna go against my own community? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's just that's just my thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't think we're ever going to we're not going to get it fixed because it doesn't really seem to me like people like the people out there are really interested in that. They want to do a lot of bullshit that's not actually going to solve anything. And then next year we'll be right back here. We'll see lots of people, unfortunately, being killed in raids and, you know, all kinds of crap like this happening. And everyone's going to be like, oh, how come this wasn't fixed? You know what won't fix it? More laws. Yeah. More laws won't <laughs> fix it. Um, doing things uh, as symbols, <laughs> symbolization <Yeah>. doesn't <laughs> fix it. <laughs> Feel good measures don't fix anything. Yep. You know, none of that stuff's going to fix things. It's a tough, it's a tough situation and, that we have to, you know. And all these people that are talking about defunding the police, I got a question for you. Does that include the bodyguards of the politicians, the officers that guard them? Would that include it when they're, uh, we're talking push, about defunding I the think, police? I think defunding the police should include defunding the ATF, uh, the FBI, defunding the, the FBI, the Secret Service. IRS. <laughs> IRS for sure. Absolutely. I mean, we don't have the money for that anyway. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, we definitely don't now, man. We're just, we're just inventing money right now. We've, and, we've, we've fed the federal government so much that they've become so big that they can it hasn't been, whatever it they hasn't, want. It hasn't been audited since um, 63, I believe, with we're, JFK. We're, we're living in the Matrix, man. You know where we messed up? We didn't elect Ron Paul. <laughs> <laughs> because of what I said before. No one wants a nerd anymore. you got to be the cool right. guy. This is idiocracy. you got to be either like a former TV show host. That's what Trump is. Yep. Okay. Hey, that's you know, what Trump. You got to be some kind of rock star. <laughs> this is what it's all about now. Oh, I just want the president to be a guy who I can have a beer with, you know, or the or women. I know this is going to sound really bad, and I really don't give a crap. A lot of women are voting for the person to be president who they think they want to bang. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. guys are out there voting for someone who's president. Like, oh, I'd like to have a beer with that guy. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't want to have a beer with my president. I want him to get get up there and do the people's work. You yeah, know, exactly. you know, Daniel. Uh, it's really interesting you talk about Ron Paul because you know I'll, I'll tell you like I remember being in the fifth grade when he was running for uh, when he was running for president and um, I am um, uh, when he ran the first time and I remember like I didn't know anything about politics but I remember just hearing him speak and just thinking man I, I just you know I've never heard somebody on TV that sounds just like me yeah. and um. I'll tell you, like, um, there, I've read a couple of books and things that really do believe that, you know, uh, when Ron Paul, when Romney screwed Ron Paul of the GOP nomination, that was yep. the final nail in the coffin of, of how our chance of losing everything. You know, if Ron Paul could have had the personality of Donald Trump being all arrogant and whatnot, we may have been in better, we may have had a better chance of him winning. But I, you know, the funny thing is with, uh, 
there's a really interesting news article I found one time where it talks about how when um, you guys remember how Donald Trump, how they were trying to deny him the nomination to be president, yeah. the Republican nomination. Well, a lot of those rules were changed because they did the same thing to Ron Paul, but they did it a lot worse. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, right. um, but right. I really do believe if Ron Paul, if Ron Paul would have won the presidency, the Republicans would have been voted with the Democrats to impeach him because I mean he was that just a very good possibility of that he's either way that, too freedom minded. Yeah, either that or it could have ended up this way that a JFK was uh, taken out of office. I mean, I, yeah. I, I hate to say that, but it's just, you know. They did it I all mean, politically, man. This is how it goes right. down. Um, Brick says, uh, he says, oh, no, you mean Trump's executive order w- won't fix it? Um, yeah, actually, I don't think it's going to fix <laughs> yeah. anything. <laughs> it's a no. few, it's, it's, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, Trump, the executive order stuff, all these people coming out, it's all about the reelection game. That's mm-hmm. all. And like you said, Hank, it's feel good. Oh, you know, like the Rick Scott method. Look at how look at how badass I am for mm-hmm. fixing this stuff. I'm, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. I'm the best thing to happen to Florida since 95 degree weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, and it's and it's just one of those things. I mean, it's it's all about, you know, these people, they are in this for themselves. And mm-hmm. that that they is are. the that is the part that has disturbed me. Motive was t- problem. Go ahead. That's I'll just say, like with you guys, straight up, like with me, you know, like mm-hmm. um, I'd rather be broke for the rest of my life than sell out my country, sell out my friends, sell out my family. Mm-hmm. I, I won't. I I will not do that. Yeah, just remember that this country is not is more than just like the land. It is. It's more than just the pieces of paper Absolutely. or the buildings. You know, it's it's actually the people. It is. And if the people are, you know, are zombies and the people are corrupt, you know, and the people are worthless, then that's where the country fails. But if the people are strong, if the people have, you know, discipline um, and vision and work hard and are willing to make sacrifices, that's how that's how America becomes an awesome place. You know, that's how it maintains that. That's why America stands above all the other countries on the face of this planet. There's no country in the U.N. that's a better place. If you find one, you should go live there for sure. (laughs) You know, and then let us know how that goes. Uh, Motor Voter says, uh, I just want a true 2A president. That is all. Um, I I think that's a big part of what I would like. I'm not saying that that's all the president should be about. But I I just want a true American president. Yeah, I think this is someone who should believe in the Constitution. Okay, um, I, I think this is someone who should understand why America is different from other places, and try to maintain and promote the, those reasons why America is, is better than everywhere else in the world. And it's not—I'm not—you know—it's not trying to be elite or anything like that. I don't want to live anywhere else. Yeah. You know, most people are trying to come live here. People who live in England are trying to trying to live here. All those celebrities, like every actor now in every movie and every TV show is freaking British. Yeah. Right? Why, yeah, that, what are they that, doing that, over here? That, if this is so that terrible. One, that uh, John Oliver and Trevor Noah, what's his name? All those people that do those Yeah, those I think Noah, Noah's South African or something like that. But yeah, basically. You know? Yeah, and then they want to they talk so bad about our country. Well, what are they doing here? Yeah. What's the, what's the prince doing over here with his, uh, with his bride? 
Yeah, and when he had to sell all of his guns to appease his wife, what up? Mm, but why, but why are they here? Area. Why are they here? Why how are come, they here? Why, how come they're why not in England? He's allowed to have guns, but his people can't. Why? Yeah. Why did oh, he try? Good, why good did point. they want good us point, to pay? Daniel. Why did they? Why, why did they want us to pay for his security protection? Thinking like there's some type of, you know, some type of royalty here. But yeah. if you ask me, they're about the same. You why know, are they here? here? Why are they not in Canada? Why are they not in England? You know why? It's not a better place. It's not a better place. They weren't accepted. <laughs> they weren't accepted there. Is this, oh, yeah. I, I don't believe America's perfect, man. For no. sure, there's people, people hate people here, man. There's bad people here. There's bad white people, bad black people, bad this pe- person and that person. Evil has saying? no color. Yeah, but for the most part, even now, even with all of this going on, America's a better place. What we're in danger of is hitting the flush button on all of that and 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 just totally you know putting this down down the crapper that's what we're in danger of they can only hit that flush button if we let them and that's a fact Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah man it's uh i i think that um this whole idea of knowing things and being intelligent and being able to talk and debate and and think about things uh, everyone's gotten so dumbed down that that's how we're here. Yeah. You know, that's how we're here. Yeah. And we can't rely on any of these people. We can't rely on Republicans or Democrats or none of them. So um, No, we can't. Did you guys see this story? I threw this up. Uh, uh, let me see. I know we, we don't even have that. We burned through a lot of time already. Um, this is in the New York Post. At least four Congress members reportedly benefited from st- stimulus loans. Why? Really? What's going on here? It says at least four members of Congress of both parties benefited from the $670 billion stimulus fund program they voted to authorize, and there could be more. But the legislation does not allow them to be identified, according to a report Tuesday. The four lawmakers acknowledge having close ties to companies that receive loans through the Paycheck Protection Program, through uh, though businesses that are either operated through, excuse me, businesses that are either operated by their families or employ a spouse, Politico reported. They include GOP Rep. uh, Roger Williams, a wealthy businessman from Texas who owns auto dealerships, body shops, and car washes. And Rep. Vicki Hartzler of Missouri, whose family owns farms and equipment supply companies across the Midwest, the report said. Democrats include Rep. Susie Lee of Nevada, whose husband is the head of a regional casino developer. And Rep. Debbie uh, McCarcel Powell of Florida, whose husband is an executive at a restaurant chain that receives the loan, that received the loan and has since returned it. All four lawmakers voted to approve the aid package. It isn't illegal for lawmakers to apply for the funds, and it's unclear how many other lawmakers received the aid. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, they put uh, lots of people out of business and made sure they set up something to protect themselves and their interests from that. That sounds familiar. Yeah. Yes, it does. That's the kind of thing that we're dealing with here, man. We crushed the economy. We crushed the economy for this, for something that, okay, it affected it affected 100,000 people have died, people have gotten sick. But if you compare that to the rest of the population, we crushed 
the economy, and everyone in the population for this thing when we had no business to do that, no need to do that. And these guys insulated themselves from it as usual, and they're going to get away with it. And, and is it a coincidence that they do that in an election year? No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, Check Your Six says most politicians forgot who they actually work for. Uh, and that's the thing. We look at politicians as, you know, our rulers, and we should be just looking at them as our what they are, our representatives. They work for us. They work for Employees. us. Employees. Yeah. Yeah. They should work for us. You know? Um, yeah. Wow. Yep. I want uh, a government so small, I barely know it's there. Yeah. Absolutely. But they don't want that. That would put them out of work. Oh, yeah. That put a lot of people out of work. Yeah. Um. It's a shame, man. It's a shame. And these guys are going to get away with it. They're going to throw the people bread in circuses, man. And the people will forget about what they're up to. Honestly, most people aren't going to pay attention to news like that. Most people aren't. Most people aren't. Yeah. And and the most they're exposed to any of it is through some biased news source like CNN or Fox or something like that. And they don't actually get out there and do the research and listen and pay attention and think for themselves. The yeah. people, people aren't capable of that anymore. No. Tim Weisart says if they benefited from all that, isn't that considered treason? Aha. I don't think they have a definition for treason <laughs> in politics. But what about all this insider trading stuff? Mm-hmm. Seems, seems to me like a It's the same deal. Same of, deal. Maybe yeah. worse. Yeah. You know. you know, tyranny is when you have these laws that you hold your people to, but those laws don't apply to you. That's mm-hmm. the definition of tyranny. Mm-hmm. And elitism. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Um, let's see. There, here's another piece of news. Uh, we, I think we covered this briefly yesterday. Uh, Arms List defeats the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence. Uh, Arms List has won yet another case against the Brady Center to prevent gun violence. <laughs> the uh, the Brady Brady campaign to prevent gun violence teamed up with Boston police officer Kurt Stokinger, who was shot in the line of duty, to sue the online gun marketplace. The website let dealers and individuals sell their firearms and firearm accessories <laughs> online. It is a Craigslist for guns. In 2016, Stokinger executed a traffic stop on Grant Headley, the suspect. Uh, of the stop pulled a 40 caliber Glock handgun and fired on the officer. Headley fired five shots at Stokinger, hitting the officer in the leg. The gun jammed, allowing other officers to take Headley into custody. Uh, Headley was on five-year probation for gun and drug charges during the traffic stop. He acquired the gun from Sarah Johnson. She purchased multiple guns from Arms List and resold the firearms to local gang members. Stokinger and the Brady Brady campaign to prevent gun violence also named Headley and Johnson in the lawsuit. Johnson purchased the Glock pistol in New Hampshire for $460. The lawsuit claims Johnson bought the gun from a private seller at a McDonald's restaurant parking lot. Uh, the suit alleges that Arms List didn't have enough safeguards to prevent the sale of firearms to prohibited people. Uh, Johnson purchased between 30 to 63 guns through the website. The suit claims the site was guilty of negligence because it allows people to buy firearms from private sellers. Arms List claimed the CDA 230 Safe Harbor protected the site, 
CDA 230 says that no provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. Uh, we, so we can keep we can keep getting deep into this, but basically this is the same. This 230 is the same thing that Barr and the administration is now going after, right? And and they're using this yeah. to go after like YouTube and Twitter because basically you know. Trump got pissed off because Twitter went after him. He wasn't worried when they were doing it to other people. Right. Exactly. He got, he got pissed off when they went after him, so now they want to hit this 230. But Jonathan from Arms List was on the podcast. If you guys go back, you'll find this. Just search Jonathan Arms List. Yeah. Um, you'll see him talking about this. If this thing goes away, we will not have sites that are pro-gun. Right. We won't. We won't have platforms like that. So we need to Absolutely. be careful when we're looking at this. This is one of the things I keep trying to tell people is a three-dimensional thing. If you take this away from Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, that goes after me. I mean, yesterday's episode with uh, Rhonda Ezel, they hit that already. Yeah. Just her name triggered that, believe it or not. These same people that are out there claiming Black Lives Matter. <laughs> you right. But if we take it away from YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, we'll take it away from the sites that are pro, you know, pro guns, pro 2A, pro freedom as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think about this? What do you think about this whole arms list thing? Uh, well, you can't legis legislate morality. Mm -hmm. An evil person is going to do evil stuff. That's all there is to it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you sell them a gun or you sell them a can of gas. An evil person is going to do evil things. Mm -hmm. And we we get all these all these anti-gun people that want to attack this, attack this. And not just anti-gun people. People mm -hmm. that want to write legislation, they attack this, they attack that. And like I said earlier, laws ain't going to fix it, man. Yeah, absolutely not. I mean... You know, there's a lot of things out there. Do we, if someone uses a car and that car, like, takes out a whole family, do we go after the people who sold them the car? Right. You know, I mean, ultimately, the people in America have the right to, to bear arms. They have the right to own these things and sell them, you know. And also, if you're living in a state, you, you have the responsibility of following the law in your state. Yeah. Right. And if you don't do that, that's that's the crime that you that you committed right there. You know, um, there's lots of these sites that are things outside of guns where people wind up dying. You know, yeah. some kids trying to sell his cell phone. He winds up dying. I had a friend that lost his brother like that. Right. You know, um, but do we do we go after the Craigslist because, you know, this kid used it and someone set him up or whatever, you know? I mean, right. we really we really think we need to think about what we're doing there, and we need to be able to figure this out and handle this um, without taking away protections that cover things like arms list and other places. Because then the things, so let's say GunStreamer or something, for example, if you take that away, someone at some point in the future is going to claim, oh well, they were looking at this video on GunStreamer, and that's why they did this, and and then they'll they'll right. sue them. That's a dangerous president. Yeah, so we have to be able to balance this out. Um, uh, John Voorhees says, did you hear the officer in the Atlanta shooting could face life in prison after the suspect took the yes. taser? 
Yeah. Yes. So what do you think about that? Well, <laughs> you know, I was taught in police academy, you know, someone takes your taser, that that turns into a deadly threat. Um, I don't... I don't think this man should be facing charges because, you know, what his weapon was taken. His, you know, if you get shot with a taser, it, it of course, it's not like in the movies. It doesn't knock you unconscious, but it does make you immobile. And mm-hmm. there, then in turn, the person can grab your gun. They can grab, you know, whatever. But uh, I, I don't know. See, I worked alone a lot. Mm-hmm. So if someone got my taser and shot me with it and got my gun, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a man with a partner, that's a different story. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know if when I was reading about this, I don't know if the problem here is that the guy took his taser and then he shot him. I think the bigger problem is they didn't uh, try to save his his life after that. So, so, gotcha. you gotcha. know, um, yeah. so after they shot him and he was there, they didn't call for help. They didn't try to save him. As a matter of fact, one of them was stepping on his shoulder while he was dying and this is the reason why charges are being filed now the the uh partner that was doing that i think is going to testify against the other guy and that's how this gets complicated here yeah um i'm not saying where i come down on it ultimately this is going to probably go in front of a jury and yeah you know you have some circumstances here that for whatever happened this somehow escalated this guy somehow got this taser and then the officer fired on him which i think According to from what I was reading in um, in Atlanta, you know, that's not that's not considered a reason, I guess, to. To uh, yeah. to use deadly force because a person has a taser. OK, um, well, but that's and that's one thing, right? That whole part of it there would have been debatable and probably would have been a completely different situation if afterwards they would have tried to save him, which I don't think they try to do. And that's why now this is going to get all complicated. Yeah. And, you know, there's some departments, their policy, you know, if that they want to allow their officers to render aid because, you know, that's not that's not what they do. Mm -hmm. And that puts a liability on the department. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think medical training should be all a part of all police officers training. Yeah. Poe Izzy says justified shoot all day long. That cop's going to be rich. And then he says one performed that, that I'm wrong. One performed CPR. I'm just telling you what I was reading. I'm not the yeah. person, you know, I'm not litigating any of this. I'm just an observer looking at all these things and, and right. trying to figure I, out, like, why is this happening? What's going on here? See, mm-hmm. I, think, I didn't get to look into that too much because I've been super, super busy. But mm-hmm. that, that's just from, you know. Yeah. And uh, Brian Quick says there's video evidence that the cop that shot Rayshard was conducting CPR. The DA in Atlanta totally lied at the press conference. So there you go. A lot of this is going to play itself out, people. It will. Yeah. It will. And and I, I try not to comment about a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff, just like with the whole Breonna Taylor thing, because I've heard so many conflicting things. It's just so hard for me to draw an opinion when it really seems like the facts are always being shielded. Cause, you mm-hmm. know, the facts don't lie, but it seems like, you know, not everyone knows the facts. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like for me, like how like. You know, um, how do I comment on something that I that I don't know the facts to? You know, right. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of disinformation out there and a lot of opinion out there, and you got to mm-hmm. separate the opinion from the facts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
It's going to, listen, this is going to play itself out. You know, I, I'm guessing if it goes to a jury. Now, I have to say, if they've convinced one of these cops to turn on the other one, who knows what's going to, you know, they've already convinced, they've at least they, already convinced that guy. There's some charges coming for somebody. Yeah, oh, or yeah. they've at least Absolutely. convinced one of them to uh, plead guilty and uh, turn evidence on the other one. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see ultimately how uh, all of that plays out. Um you know, Poesy says a lot of fake news. Listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of information flying around now about all of this stuff, right? So, uh, uh, Brian Quick says the case in Atlanta actually hasn't been through the grand jury process, and that is the law in Georgia. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that particular thing, man. We're gonna have more and more problems like this. Right now, we we're in a if it bleeds, it leads type of situation, um, you know, and uh, I, I'm not really, sh you know, I'm not really sure where this is all going, man. We're still in lockdown. We're still getting more of these things. We're still getting people rioting. There's still people occupying zones. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. I'm going to make a I'm going to admit something here. Mm -hmm. Since this whole Rona thing started, I haven't adhered to any kind of lockdown or. Mm -hmm. I was pretty much middle fingers in the air and don't tell me what to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, there's some debate going on about this. I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow the debate stuff. In the <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you're saying that you've been, uh, you haven't been following any of the lockdown uh, no, restrictions, no. huh? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I looked at the facts that, you know, the survivability rate, and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know, there are far deadlier diseases and mm -hmm. viruses out there, mm -hmm. and I think this was just all a part of the social engineering, honestly. Yeah, um, and then Carcane is trying, I guess, I don't know if he's talking to me, I know he was... He, he said some stuff about the Atlanta police are, uh, have walked off the job, and I put that up on the screen earlier. Yeah, while while we're on here doing this, I'm not feeding into all the news that's going on. And if they are, does do you either one of you guys know about that? No, no. Yeah. I don't either. Yeah, so, you know, I'm not 100% uh, up to speed on what's going on. There's lots of cops walking off the job lots of places around America, um, you know. Listen, this is why ultimately when people are saying defund the police, um, what I'm saying is, you know what? Maybe there shouldn't be a police department. There shouldn't be police departments for a little while. And people to figure out. Yeah. Well, maybe people need to figure out why they do. Maybe you need, yeah, to, maybe. Maybe you need maybe. to press the reset button and start all over again and see how that works. How about we just defund Somet the government? <laughs> Sometimes we need to do this. You know? Sometimes we need to press the reset button and start all over again. It's either going to happen voluntarily or it's going to happen uh, by force. <laughs> you know? Um, and if there are blue helmets involved, yeah. it's going to be a lot of force. Uh, Tanky5000 says, now, by the way, I'm just reading stuff that I, don't, I can't verify. Tanky5000 says four out of seven zones, I think, have walked off the job. Uh and uh, Carcane is saying the Atlanta PD and dispatch just walked off the job in protest. This is happening now. Uh, check Atlanta dispatch radio. It's silent. 
I think that if we do disband the police or defund the police, people are going to understand how important their Second Amendment rights really are. I think so. So you can't, right now there's no guns available. I mean, we could get in whatever little time we have here, Dylan. You work oh, in yeah. a gun shop. No what's going? What's the gun shop situation? Our shelves are pretty much bare. Our inventory is down about eighty percent. Now I will tell you this: our my my boss, uh, his name is Mr. Stacy. Um, he he's done an excellent job of restocking as much as he can. He's bought tons of ammo, um, which is just flown off the shelves, and we're getting new stuff in every day. But our inventory is so limited. Um, I will tell you, I'll, I'll let you in on a little insight that I just uh, heard about is uh, he he had got off the phone with one of our distributors. I won't say who it is, but um, they, they're one of the largest in the country, mm-hmm. and they had just been in a major meeting with all the manufacturers and whatnot, and they said that we are looking at a 12 to 18-month back order. Wow. On firearms and months? ammunition. Okay. 12 to 18 months on, you know, um, I can tell you things like, I mean, AR-15s are very hard to come by. Most of your handguns, your semi-auto defensive handguns are hard to come by. Defensive shotguns are non-existent, like not even, I mean, yeah. like like the kel shotguns, the Remington and Mossberg wow. uh, pump shotguns. You mm-hmm. can't even, those are like, you can't get it all. We do have some AR-15s and very limited and we do have some defensive handguns but it's like i mean they're all hard to get right now i mean this Mm -hmm. the resupply is the worst that i've ever seen it like even when obama was president they were still able to meet demand better than what it is now wow so quick question here we're all gun guys here would you guys sell guns now so if you had some guns let's say that you're like man you know i really would like to upgrade you know, get something else. Do you think this is a good time to sell or is this a good time to hold? Well, I think it's a good time to hold because if you sell something, what are you going to buy? Is there anything available? Exactly. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you this, Hank, I'll Mm -hmm. I'll make a, I'll make a confession. I did sell, um, I did sell an AR pistol that I had because of, it was, it was a higher end one. It's one Mm -hmm. that I've showed you before. Mm -hmm. And, um, I did sell that and I'm, I'm building another one, which, you know, um, you know, but the reason I did that is I knew that I had something to replace it with. You know, my boss, he allowed me mm-hmm. to, you know, take a lower and, you know, I had that to sit on and I've got an upper for it. You know, I can put it together and, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, so my thing is I won't sell something unless I know I have something yeah. to replace it with yeah. that I like. You know? Yeah. So if you've got other stuff, but you, you're thinking what's going to be the best time to, to maybe sell something so you can get the money and hold on to that because you're going to have to hold on for a little while. We could be yeah. in this still in the middle of next year. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think the demand on anything is going to go down, especially with the election cycle mm-hmm. coming up. Um, I, I Guys, I mean, I, I think 2020 is going to be just a um, – I think it's going to be a record year in sales for the gun industry, but the bad part of it, though, is – it seems like you know the um, the distributors and the manufacturers are not prepared for what's going on. No, and, and they're it not. Is, it is. They're not. Yeah, and if uh, gun stores out there don't have any inventory, ultimately they'll close. If they can't exactly. get that inventory, they they more than likely won't open back up. Uh, we've had right. actually a lot of them, um, you know, uh, close. So hopefully, you know, hopefully we get out of this situation. It doesn't get worse. But right now, I can't tell you. That's a 50-50 uh, equation that we're looking at. Now, are there any particular guns you guys are looking forward to getting or you're wanting to get that's on your wish list? Bullpups. 
We we'll we have so many yeah. things on order. It is crazy. It's just a matter of what comes in. I'll tell you this. Um, we are a full Glock stocking dealer mm-hmm. and Glock 19s. I mean, we did have a couple last week that came in, but they are they have become absolutely extinct. We did yeah. just get what's some the Glock going 17s. price? What's the going price on like a 1719? Because um, well, I heard in places it's gone from like five six hundred bucks to a thousand. Well, I'll tell wow. you this about I'll tell you this about our owner. Um, one of the reasons, you know, I've I've always shopped there even before working there is mm-hmm. um, he refuses to price gouge no matter mm-hmm. the circumstance. We only make a certain amount on each gun, new mm-hmm. gun, mm-hmm. no matter yeah. what. You know, on a used gun, we might make a little more or whatnot. But um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. Um, I'll go ahead and tell you on a Glock 17, we've got Gen 4s available, just a couple that have the uh, the steel sights instead of the, the plastic sights just because that's what was available. And um, I believe that it is 569. Five sixty nine. Okay, and and for and we also have a Gen three seventeen that I believe is five thirty nine. Okay, All with right. the, the plastic sites, but it's the same amount. Like um, we had a forty three, a couple forty threes a few weeks ago, a week or so ago that were in this um, dark earth color. That's all that was available, and it was four ninety nine. The only reason it cost more than the standard black was the the Cerakote, you know. So okay. we, but but we, but he charges the same on anything, even though he probably could have got eight hundred dollars out of some of those guns. He refuses to charge more. Okay. So you know that's it's one of the reasons I am really proud to work at where I work at is I, I feel like like I you know he's what makes me excited is you know there's a million places to buy to buy your guns you know especially with all the online places but. You know, I, he he really does try to give everyone good deals. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, so I'm going to come back to you. You can shout those guys up. Daniel, tell us what's the best way for people to support you out there. I recommend everyone go to your YouTube channel, sign up for that. But yeah. what else can folks do out there, man? Just uh, Gun Doctor TV everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm I'm pretty much everywhere. Okay. Awesome. Everywhere, everywhere Dylan's not. So yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, Dylan, you haven't gotten up on any of this. I know you definitely no, didn't. You didn't get up on it tonight. How can the people? And I knew I was gonna be blasted for it when I came yeah. up. <laughs> that's all right, man. You know, we this, still, this we still love it. you. We still love you. Okay. Yeah. So how can the what can the folks out there do? Actually, tell us about the gun shop because that's basically what you got here. Tell us right, about the right. Gun shop. Um, yeah. So the store is called Everything Can Still Carry. We're in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, there's a million places y'all can to buy guns and whatnot. And um, guys, I'll tell y'all if y'all y'all can call our store anytime. Check out our Facebook page; it has our number and everything on it. Um, just called Everything Can Still Carry of Louisville, Kentucky. Um, you guys can call anytime. I answer the phone a lot. I'm happy if you just want to say hi. As long as I'm not like slammed, I'm I'm more than happy just to say hi to you. And um, I do have an Instagram in the works that's going to be called Dill Spec. Uh, it's going to be the same thing as my. YouTube name. I've been working on it. It's just been, you know, yeah. on the back burner. Yeah. But um, let's make it happen. Time and and if there's something particular anyone in the chat is looking for, just give me a call one day at the store. Just go on our Facebook page, call the store, and I will write your name down and remember what you're looking for. Like um, for example, Hank, um, tell Mr. Walter I am keeping an eye on another one of those T91 uppers. I, I don't know. It may be months before I see one mm-hmm. come in used, but if it does, he'll be the first guy to know about it. You know. Yeah. If there's be, anything you're yeah. ever, you guys are ever looking for, just holler at me because I'm I'm very good. My memory isn't the best with things, but I'm very good with remembering what person wants a certain gun because it excites me. Yeah, CZ ahead, Brin too. CZ Brin too. The, pis- <laughs> the, the pistol or the rifle? The rifle. Uh, five five six. Yes. Boom. Okay. I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep I'll keep my eyes on that. Those are very hard to come by, but uh, we may have, if we ever get a gently used one in. 
I could probably get it to you for about 20% less than what it go, would go for new, and I could ship it out of state to you to an FFL. So awesome. Well, I'm in, I'm, I'm in state, so yeah, he's in I'm Kentucky. Like, oh, that's right. I forgot about I forgot that. About that you might actually that. make me, you know. But you ship stuff to like, let's say someone uh, is in Maryland or something like that, and they want to buy yeah, something. You yeah. ship it to them as long as it's something we're allowed to sell to them. Like yeah. you know, that one one thing that we specialize in is we get a lot of used guns that are like barely used and because of that you're able to get it for about 20 percent less than what it would normally go for from us which yeah. is already a you know, so let's good say price. that state um you have to have like uh 10 round magazines or something will you guys swap out put 10 round magazines there to send it to them or you can't uh you know, it depends what it is. I do know we stopped shipping to California recently just because mm-hmm. of the, all the restrictions. We just got yeah, so fed different. up with everything that we just mm-hmm. stopped doing it. Mm-hmm. But I know if it's if it's some, you know, um, if we have 10 round mags in our shop and that would be the only difference, you know, I like if it was like the, I know, like in Colorado, you can only have 15 round mags. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have the magazine for it, we would do it. But I'll be honest with you. I don't know if our owner wants to. You know, I have to buy another magazine just to be able to ship a gun if we're only mm-hmm. making a certain amount on it. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah, up. if it gets complicated. But we, we, we ship plenty of things to, you know, like Florida, Texas, a lot of, you know, a lot of states that um, – That are uh, more free. Fairly, yeah, more free, like similar to Kentucky. <laughs> maybe not as good as Kentucky, but, but yeah. similar. Yeah. You know. All right, listen, we got to get going here. I know everyone's uh, everyone's getting out of here right now. I want to tell everyone to smash those thumbs up as, as they're getting out of here. Uh, let me drop the end on this, and there you go. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel here. Smash the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We're throwing this up on audio so you can find it on iTunes and Podbean and all the different places that you can get that stuff. Um, make sure you go to hankstrange.com, sign up for the email list. Thank you to Harry's Holsters for uh, sponsoring the show here. You could use the code HANKSTRANGE at Harry's Holsters, gets you 10% off. Thanks so much to Gun Doctor TV, Daniel, for coming on. It's awesome seeing me. you, man. Uh, Dill Speck, young Dylan, thanks for coming on here, man. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, Hank, for having me on, Daniel. Great meeting you. Last thing hey, you I'll too, say man. to people, last thing I'll say to people in the chat is please just please consider joining Hank on Patreon if you can do it. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right, guys, we're out of here. We'll see you. Peace.